This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, September 30th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. President Biden declared an emergency in South Carolina hours ahead of Ian's expected landfall as a Category 1 hurricane near Charleston around midday Friday, the Washington Post reported. The White House will dispatch federal assistance to supplement local response efforts, and the hurricane, the National Hurricane Center warned of life-threatening flooding, storm surge, and strong winds in the Carolinas. Ian sustained maximum winds of about 85 miles per hour going into Friday as it veered north of Florida. Uh, State officials there were assessing the extent of the damage that Ian left behind with several areas still reeling from its destructive storm surges. Rubble was across across Florida's western coast and more than 2.1 million customers were still without power. I just was watching some video on 6ABC this morning and like towns are still completely flooded. Like the water level is still up and there's just debris floating. Right. There was a there was a video I saw. I told you guys about it yesterday. These guys in Fort Myers that were uh, by this pier and they were going down into the water, yeah. which was just insane. Right. So I saw the follow up photos today of that pier. It is just completely destroyed. Gone. Wow. Those people would have died. Could have just yep. ripped away. Just, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you know, there's loads of other footage. There's, I mean, that's the thing now. You you're able to see all these videos that people are posting of just uh, the trailers and houses being ripped apart uh, and uh, trees, uh, you know, coming right up out of the ground it's it's astonishing because what happens is you have this storm rage through and you're getting all that coverage and then invariably the next morning is sunny yeah. yeah, and yeah, which yeah, yeah. Yeah. and so you and know nice it's like step. and everything's leveled. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, I think it was that same pier press. There was another video of uh, like a family and they had their kids out there. The oh. kids were like jumping around, playing in the water, like like okay. in the waves, like it was the but, ocean. By the way, just the water in general. When you're dealing with stuff like that, you're yeah. dealing with raw sewage backing up, and Seriously. you're dealing with oh, uh, yeah. uh, you know alligators and all the stuff that lives in the regular. We, we saw the footage of the shark swimming down a, a side street. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Search efforts continue with more than 700 confirmed rescue. So far, uh, South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster said Thursday afternoon that he was not ordering any evacuations of coastal communities, but he urged residents to prepare as Ian heads for the region. Major to re- record flooding is expected to continue through next week across parts of central Florida. The National Hurricane Center said Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said the damage in Charlotte and Lee counties on Florida's southwestern coast are almost indescribable with homes ripped off of their foundations. Several counties in western Florida urged residents residents to boil water before use, fearing the storm surge and flooding may have contaminated water lines. After Ian makes landfall in the Carolinas, the Hurricane Center forecasts that it will rapidly weaken over the southeastern United States late Friday and into Saturday. One thing they said that they weren't seeing, which you usually see after a storm like this rips through, especially down there in Florida, is people returning to go through their stuff because they couldn't make it. There were major roads and access points were just destroyed. Destroyed, so yeah. So couldn't get back. Watching yeah. the footage yesterday, I mean, it was one of those moments where you, like, it put things in perspective. Like, oh uh, how lucky yeah. we are not to have to deal with this as often as they do in Florida. It was, it's awful to watch. It's yeah. really heartbreaking. My friend left, um, and he's in an area that got pre- got hit pretty hard. Um, he just moved there not that long ago. So I'm not sure, like, how many friends they have there. But he's like, right. we have no eyes on the house yet. So, like, they don't even oh, know man. if they're going to go yeah. home to, like, wow. anything or not. And now it's swinging. 
swinging back around to hit South Carolina. It's just yeah. bizarre. Coming in. Yep. Two rock climbers, including a former NFL player, were found dead near a South Carolina peak after rescue crews responded to reports of injuries, authorities said. The climbers were identified Thursday as 33-year-old Chelsea Walsh and 31-year-old Gavin Escobar. Rescuers were called at about 1230 Wednesday to the Takowitz Rock near Idlewild following a distress call. A team managed to climb into the steep remote area and found both climbers dead at the scene, the department said. A small amount of rain fell in the area earlier in the day, but officials didn't immediately say whether uh, it was a factor in the deaths or not. Escobar was a tight end for NFL teams, including the Dallas Cowboys, in a backup role from 2013 to 2016. He then had brief stints with the Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens, Cleveland Browns, and Miami Dolphins, ending his football career in 2019 with the now defunct uh, Alliance of American Football. Escobar was hired in February as a Long Beach firefighter, the department said. Talkwitz Rock, with it, with its steep granite cliffs, is a popular destination for climbers. Uh, two climbers from Los Angeles fell 200 feet to their deaths Whoa. on the rock in 2000. This is in South Carolina? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because there was. I remember going to, when I was a kid, there was a... Um because uh, we lived in South Carolina for a while. No, I'm a... sorry. Did I say South Carolina? Yeah, no, yeah. no, Southern Florida. Oh, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. Because right. there so, was a place... Southern California, Southern yeah, California. Not a whole lot of peaks in Southern Florida sorry. either. <laughs> yeah, Southern yeah. California. I didn't. But there, but there was a, an amusement park called Idlewilds. I remember going to yeah. when I was a kid. Oh, wow. So that's bizarre. All right. Yeah. Okay. The co-founder of the first Ronald McDonald House in Philadelphia has died. She was 97 years yeah. old. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was amazing. So, is well, she not the subject of this movie? Yes, that's, uh, yeah. it is yes she is. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Ronald McDonald House Charities announced Dr. Audrey Evans passed away peacefully in her home Thursday. Evans was the first chief of pediatric oncology at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. She helped open the first Ronald McDonald House in 1974 to provide affordable lodging for families of gravely ill children. Realizing that a sick child meant a sick sick family, Dr. Evans sought to create a place where families could live close to their children while they received life-saving treatments. With the help of former Philadelphia Eagles manager Jimmy Murray and many other individuals, Dr. Evans co-founded the very first Ronald McDonald House in the world in 1974, said the Ronald McDonald House Charities in a press release. Uh, the movie is currently being made about her life. Crews were shooting uh, Audrey's children in Center City as recently as last week. Uh, oh, man. That's like um, Herb Brooks from the uh, uh, Olympic Miracle hockey team. He yeah. died yeah. before right, they were making that yeah. movie, and he was going to be the focus of it, and he died right before the movie came well, The out. fact that she knew, obviously, that they were doing yeah. it is good, but you, you you know, of yeah. course, it's bad timing. But what a, what a phenomenal what a woman. place! Yeah, what right? an incredible contribution! Yeah. If you've ever got had the chance to visit, uh, it, it, it's just it's could not be a more from the heart endeavor yeah. than than what she did. And for her to start it all is amazing. Start all of it, and yeah. she, you know, ninety seven years old, she yeah. made it. She, yeah. she did a good job. Good yeah. In sports this morning. The Phillies lost again. Oh, God. What the f*** is it? Is that 10 in a row? No. no. That's something? But... 
uh, falling 2 nothing to the Cubs yesterday afternoon in Chicago. The Phils lost their fifth straight fifth game. Straight. Press. Yeah. Right. Is that? As the Cubs swept down. the season series between the two teams. Trying to make the playoffs for the first time since 2011, the Phils have lost the first three games of a season-ending 10-game road trip and 10 of their last 13 overall. Up next for the Phils is a four-game weekend series in Washington against the Nationals. They'll play two games today, and Bailey Falter will get the start this afternoon. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're not kidding. Uh, the first pitch for the first game is at 105, and in the night game, Noah Syndergaard will get the start. In Thursday night football, the Bengals beat the Miami Dolphins 27-15 to last night in Cincinnati. After losing their two, for the first two games, the Bengals have won two games in a span of five days. They beat the New York Jets on Sunday, then beat Miami in last night's game. With about six minutes left in the first half, Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa was taken off of the field on a stretcher. He was taken to a hospital but was expected to be released and fly home with the team. After the game, coach Mike McDaniel said it was a scary moment and that the quarterback was being evaluated for a mm-hmm. concussion. Did you guys see it? I'm, it's I one did, of those yeah. deals where I'm like, oh my God, that guy just died. Yeah. You know, the, his, his hands. His hands. So a lot of times when people get uh, knocked out, they call it like Frankenstein arms. And where the arms just go straight up, and they're completely out. But right. his arms didn't go out, but his hands were doing that thing. They kind of got like, paralyzed. The they curled in. He, he had a concussion on Sunday. He should not have been playing wow. in the game last night. Um, uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, they, they failed. The NFL and, and the and the Miami Dolphins failed this it was, week. It was scary. The video mm-hmm. was, was very scary to see yeah. him. And, and I never saw that before, Case. I guess maybe because I don't watch these videos. But, yeah, yeah the way his hands were, that was that yeah. was terrifying. Wow. Uh, and the Eagles are at home this weekend with a game against Doug Peterson and the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Eagles are 3-0 and and in first place in the NFC East, while Jacksonville is 2-1 and and in first place in the AFC South. Kickoff on Sunday is at 1 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. And uh, we open up the door to the weekend. We are right uh, at the at the entrance of it, and we're happy to bring it to you with things like our Word of the Week prize, which we're going to give away this morning, and it's the best seats in the house, uh, and a VIP merch package for the Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction Show, which is Friday, October 21st. And with that, we're going to have Perry Farrell on the show today uh. of Jane's Addiction. We will talk to him in the 9 o'clock hour today. So we'll see what's up in Perry's world as they get ready to get that. Uh, uh, I think they're kicking off that entire tour tonight. I'm not 100%. That'd be a great kid show, Perry's World. Perry's yeah, World. Yeah. I don't like that. Uh, so <laughs> Perry's World. <laughs> la, 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 la. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, we do have some other guests joining us, which is going to be really cool. So Adina Menzel. Uh, from Frozen. Yes. And uh, Rent and uh, Enchanted and all these. Wicked. She's an unbelievable singer. You know, she was actress. just uh, got the, uh, the, the uh, I guess, award or they made her a Disney queen and legend oh, from oh, Frozen. Really? Yes. Oh, they had a whole wow. ceremony and everything. So she and her sister, Kara, will be joining us because they have a book out. It's a kid's book and it is called Loud Mouse. Uh, so, any chance to talk to her is awesome. So, uh, that's in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, comedian Brad Williams is stopping by. Brad is always hilarious. He is going to be at Helium this weekend. And he was at the Taylor Hawkins concert. Oh, okay. Yeah, so well, he loved it. Ask him about that. Uh, you Who Loot, obviously, is taking place. A couple chances for you to win $1,000 this very morning on MMR. And we also have an announcement coming up concerning oh, the Camp Out for Hunger. It's amazing. We've been having uh, meetings regularly yes. about the Camp Out for Hunger. So it's uh, it's coming, gang. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> Wow. 
In just a couple days, we can say it's next month. Yeah. Uh, so get ready for that. It's here before you know it. Uh, and also, we have a new Daily Rush video. I want to mention this. I'll mention it again later on. But it's uh, we love this uh, this morning, uh, this particular morning in this video so much when Don McCloskey came by and performed First in Flight and Son of It All. Son of It All has become like this song that I just love. Oh, really? It's, I've got it on a regular rotation uh, that I listen to. It is so such a great tune. He's such a nice guy, too. Uh, but in, in the Daily Rush video, he talks about how he met his brother Rob McElhaney, how Don's music wound up in Mythic Quest. So you can see that now. Uh, in fact, be the first to see the new Daily Rushes by subscribing to our YouTube channel. It's all sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet, and you can learn more at Xfinity.com. Uh, but go to PrestonSteve.com right now, and you can take a look at that vid. All right, let's take a break. Let's come back in a second. I have a, uh, I love the stupid question I came up with oh, today. Nice. Oh, good. I'm very proud of it. I thought of it last night. And uh, we also have a lot of entertainment stories, which we'll pass along to you. Stay put. We'll be back in just a moment. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, thanks, Kath. So the stupid question, we're going to give away a four-pack of tickets to WWE Extreme Rules, Wells Fargo Center on Saturday, October 8th. I told you I was proud of this question. All right. So here it is. You're supposed to be nice until when? Uh, that's a good question. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. I knew you guys would. And you'd have to be in the club to know it. Absolutely. 215-263-WMMR. You're supposed to be nice Brilliant. until when? <laughs> All right, 215-263-WMMR. I'll go through some birthdays while we await your answer. And there is a big stack of celebrity birthdays on Friday, September 30th. Angie Dickinson, the actress from uh, Police Woman. I loved Angie Dickinson, married to uh, Burt Backrack for a long while. She was a um, uh, she was a, a part of that uh, Rat Pack crew. They loved her. Beautiful woman, 91 years old today. Fran Drescher has her birthday today. She's our president, right? The nanny. She is, uh, yeah, the president of uh, SAG-AFTRA, yeah. our uh, uh, our union. And uh, she's 65 years old today. Fran Drescher, if you get past the annoying voice, is also a very beautiful woman. She is. Yeah, yeah. and Dr. You, Detroit. Yep, yeah, if you've seen her uh, in her model uh, mode, yeah. uh, she's gorgeous. Jenna Elfman, another pretty actress, Dharma and Greg. Uh, 51 years old today. You know what movie I'm a sucker for uh, is Keeping the, the Faith. Faith. It's just a... It's, it's a, a sweet movie. It's a sweet uh, rom-com, yeah. and all three of them, uh, Ed Norton and her and, and Ben Stiller, are yeah. great in it. Uh, she turns 51 today. I think she's a Scientologist. She, she is. To be. Yeah. I'm not sure if she still is or not. Uh, Barry Williams. It's ah. uh, the Brady Bunch's Greg Brady's birthday today. Mm. Uh, Sixty-eight years old. Uh, l- I-, I think he still does stuff in Branson, Missouri. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely a- does. He was at the uh, Emmy Awards with the collection of. Was um, he? Yeah, they had the uh, a, a number of the surviving cast members of the Brady Bunch. Uh, who was it? M- Marsha wasn't there. Marie McCarthy. Okay. Oh. So I have a Brady Bunch story. Uh, yesterday. I- 
Okay. <laughs> Let's Before drink it in. Stocks <laughs> never grew. Ponies never end till I met you. I went. Uh, I played golf yesterday, and uh, so and when you play golf now, people have Bluetooth speakers. They take them out. Oh, you can yeah. oh do they? Yeah, okay, you can yeah. listen to music while you're up playing. It's kind of a thing now. It has been for a few years. And so I have a, a special playlist that I have, and uh, we're on this hole, and I have on the playlist, <laughs> It's a Sunshine Day. Oh, really? From, yeah. yeah. I thought that would be a perfect one to put in there. So I from the Brady Bunch, and I got a birdie on that hole. No way. Well, now you While that play song it. was playing, yeah. and I have to I have to credit it to this song right here because it put yeah. me in such a good mood. I love it when it gets trippy. Yeah, oh, know, yeah. yeah. Break it down Can't like you it. feel the sunshine? <laughs> it's in the bridge. Yeah. All right, so uh, Barry Williams is 68 today. Monica Bellucci. Ah. The Macy's Ma- favorite. Matrix Reloaded. I uh, think she might be a top 10 for me. She's uh, a Passion of the Christ mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yep, she is uh, 58 years old today. Uh, Eric Stoltz. Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Mask, Pulp Fiction, loads mm-hmm. of stuff throughout his career. One of my favorite roles is uh, him as a mime in the movie Singles. Oh, you my know, God. It's been so yeah. long since Small I've seen that. Small role, but funny. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Right. A very chatty mime. Nick, has he done anything as of late? Because I can't remember really <laughs> seeing him, him in anything. Yeah, like he's that. on that TV show Bull and then uh, Madam Secretary, which had a long run. So he's, he's still acting. He's okay. still working. Uh, we also have, ah, of course, Casey would know this. It's Trey Anastasio's oh, birthday no! today. Uh, Trey of Fish uh, turns 58 years old today. There you go. That's enough of that. Oh, my God. Uh, It's it's been a funny joke for For years and years. For years and years. Uh, So, happy birthday to Trey. So, your tire cover on your uh, Jeep is uh, is the fish logo. I have to take it off. Why? Because it covers a backup camera and I can't see crap in the backup. (laughs) It makes me so mad. (laughs) <laughs> really? I, yeah. We don't have any, we don't even have a backup camera on our Jeep. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't have all the bells and whistles on my car, <laughs> but I do have a backup camera, and I have no, I, I never realized how much I use, yeah. and how much I rely on the backup camera until you covered until it. Until you don't have one, mm. <laughs> and now you can. There's nothing you can do with that because it's it's made for covering yeah. a spare tire. No, I'm just gonna put it on the front tire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have uh, Lacey Chabert celebrating love her birthday her. today. Yeah, and she's become a darling of the Hallmark movies. I love her Hallmark movies. Uh, she's 40 today, so a big one for her. Marion Cotillard yeah. uh, from Big Fish. Yes, she's movie. great. And she's uh, also in um, uh, the, uh, the Dark Knight Rises, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's the villain. Oh. Also slash love interest. Right. That movie's a little underrated because Dark Knight was so great. And, uh, you know, people held it to a high standard, which it is. I mean, Heath Ledger is incredible in it. But Dark Knight Rises, I rewatched it not that long ago. It's great it's scenes. It's really, well, really good. Let great me ask scenes. You, did you have the subtitles on? The problem I had with Dark Knight Rises, I couldn't understand no, what Bane was saying. I had no problem understanding Bane. I yeah, know a lot I of people did. said that. Yeah, yeah I, and I remember seeing it in the movie theater. I'm like, I'm like, what the I think, Casey, maybe it took me a few times, you know, and like now that I've watched it enough, I, I, I've picked up what he's saying, but I know what you're saying. It's yeah. difficult to understand him, but I, it, she's great in it, and uh, Bane, Bane's a really bad villain, he's a, I mean, in a good way. Uh, Marion Cotillard is 46. I appreciate that. Well, yeah, I mean, nice work, Bane. <laughs> no props. You scared me a little bit. Well, that's my whole thing. You're uh, strong. No props. Strong chemicals. <laughs> I couldn't understand you, Bane. Shut up. <laughs> um, Marion is 47. I'm sorry, what did you say? I couldn't understand that. Shut up. What? <laughs> Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Kieran Culkin has his birthday today. 
you know, obviously. Very talented. Brother of uh, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, I think he's great. I love him in Scott Pilgrim. Yes, uh, he's great. He's wonderful in that. Cider has rules as a kid. He's uh, he's one of the orphans in that movie. Have you watched his rules? Any, any uh, succession? Preston? No, I'm he's not. Great. You'd like it. And yeah. He has a scene in one of the first few episodes where he does something to the city of New York via a window looking out the city of New York that's just... <laughs> Revolting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll have to catch yeah. that myself. Minor kind of does the same thing. He's 40 years old today, by the way, so a big one for him. Also another big one for Ezra Miller. Oh, of course, uh, Batman v Superman. Trying to get it under control has admitted that uh, there is a mental health issue. He's got a lot of work to do. And uh, turns 30 years old today. Uh, and then the last birthday, sharing a birthday with all these people, is Casey's wife, Diane. <laughs> She has a birthday today, and she is his hero. She is my hero, and she also loves the Foo Fighters. In, in fact, when Taylor passed away. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, she loves Dave Grohl, but right. we, you know, we, the, the whole plan was to go see them uh, in July when they were coming to town. But, uh, you know, fortunately, it didn't happen. And But, like, she's traveled to see them. She's like Connor. I know? didn't realize like, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's her number one, man. So, really? Yeah, so she is uh, She's another year older today. Uh, she likes to say that she's in her early 60s now. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Happy birthday to Diane and everyone celebrating birthdays. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. You're supposed to be nice until when? 215-263-WMMR. Uh, I am going to go to Dave and see if we can get the correct answer. Hey, Dave, good morning. Hey, guys, how's it going? Awesome, bud. All right, so you're supposed to be nice until? It's time to not be nice. That is correct. <laughs> nice work, Dalton. All right, Dave, hang on. We'll get your information. For those who don't know, that's from the movie Roadhouse. That is correct. All right, so uh, we're going to give him a four-pack of tickets to catch WWE's biggest superstars uh, during WWE's Extreme Rules at Wells Fargo Center. That's coming up Saturday, October 8th. Tickets are on sale now. WellsFargoCenterPhilly.com. We're going to begin with the fact that Trevor Noah is stepping down from The Daily Show. He's been there for seven years. Uh, the comedian revealed his plan to return to uh, uh, to return to leave the show. I'm going to return, return to, leave to the show. stand up. No, yeah, yeah. His plan to leave the show and return to stand up. Uh, and he announced it last night on the uh, taping of the program in New York on uh, a special message. It was posted online by the Daily Show. He had explained it. I think we have we have the clip. Yeah, audio of this case. If you could pull uh, that up, and I will play that. It's not over yet. Okay. Uh, it should be coming over soon, I assume. Did, did, was it uh, on the clip train? Yeah, it was from today. this morning. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Up, and here it is. All right, here we go. I realized that after the seven years, um, my time is up. I, uh, yeah, but in, 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 the most, in the most beautiful way, honestly. I, I've loved hosting this show. It's been one of my greatest challenges. It's been one of my greatest joys. But after seven years, I, I feel like... It's 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 time, you know. Uh, in a special message, he wrote, "Yeah, after seven years, I feel like it's time. I spent two years in my apartment, not on the road, and uh, stand up was done. And when I got back out there again, I realized that there was another part of my life that I want to carry on exploring." And he added that this isn't an instant goodbye, and said, "We'll uh, fill out the timings and the whens. Uh, we'll still be here for the time being." Uh, so he took over the hosting duties uh, duties at the uh, Daily Show in 2015, following John Stewart's 
uh, 16 and a half years behind the desk. Yeah, a little bit of a difference. And, of course, uh, John Stewart took over for Craig Kilborn. That's right. Yep. Now, uh, the rumor is, Preston, I don't know if you're familiar with Dua Lipa, but the rumor is he's dating oh. her. Oh, well, no Steve, kidding. I've got that story. <laughs> okay. About five more stories away All from right. that. But here we go. So, yes, they were spotted on a romantic dinner date in New York City. On Wednesday, photos obtained by the Daily Mail show the pair sharing a meal at a Jamaican restaurant. Jamaican restaurant. In the East Village called Miss Lily's. Lily. Jamaican food. Uh, sources told the outlet that... Uh, Lily, Lily, <laughs> Lily, Lily, legs, Lily, really. That they, they sat close together oh ooh, God, during what? the meal. They're okay. doing it. And you know what? Then we, they took a walk where they were spotted uh, stopping for long embraces and even kissed. There you go. When you see a couple out to dinner and uh, and they sit on the same side of the table, that looks weird, right? I it, agree. It's, okay. it's, it's hard to talk to someone that way, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yes. Um, I, I'll do it occasionally, but more often than not, we sit on the, like if we're in a booth, which is our favorite, mm-hmm. sit on opposite sides of the table. Yeah. And sometimes if you're at a at a table with four chairs around, we'll sit like on the corner. Two yes. sides. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. that's easier to communicate that's that way, yeah. too. Get your big room. All right, this was pretty odd, but this is taking place. Bruce Willis may have retired from Hollywood due to his uh, aphasia diagnosis, but that doesn't mean that he won't be seen on the big screen. According to the Daily Mail, the 67-year-old actor has sold his image rights to Deep Cake, an artificial intelligence-powered content optimization platform. Uh, and they're Delaware-based. I didn't know this. Uh, engineers at the Delaware-based company uh, created a digital twin of the actor, which will make it possible to insert him into film projects. Do you remember years ago we talked about this, about actors being completely digitized and mm-hmm. appearing in all sorts of movies? And, and we've already had you know a, a good a bit of this taking place, but now... Yeah, Rogue One yeah. was the first one to really step out and do it. And of- you And you step... Now you can sell your digital self. Yeah. I mean, James Earl Jones sold his, his voice. digital voice. Yeah. Uh, the image was created using his likeness in Die Hard and the Fifth Element, and his estate will have the final say on its use. So it's not inconceivable <laughs> that Bruce Willis will not actually ever appear in a movie, but appear in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Willis's deep fake has already appeared in an August 2021 commercial for Megafon, a Russian telecommunications company. I didn't know that. No, d- didn't uh, know that. He said in a testimony on Deep Cake's website after the ad ran, with the advent of modern technology, I could communicate, work, and participate in filming, even being on another continent. It's a brand new and interesting experience for me, and I'm grateful to our team. It's interesting. Uh, it's also a little scary. They're showing what they did up here. There's a video running, um, and this is pre- Preston. Scary is the word. Uh, yeah, because that could lead to you know yeah. if people get a hold of that technology, using it for uh, you know. What if you get a presidential announcement? Yeah, yeah. Totally. you know, yeah. yeah, exactly. Or what if you want to frame somebody into thinking that they shot on these innocent people that were just searching for food in Bakersfield? Yep, and absolutely. Then you get them on, <laughs> and then uh, before you know it, you're running from uh, ex uh, professional wrestlers. Yeah. To hell with you! Yeah. <laughs> I will not do it. To hell with you! Uh, <laughs> Chloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson got engaged just one month before he impregnated uh, Marilee Nichols. Uh, BuzzFeed reported yesterday that the reality star accepted the NBA player's proposal in February 2021, and they were still together when the news of his paternity scandal broke in December of that year. 
Sources close to the situation told the outlet that he first popped the question in December 2019, only to be turned down. <laughs> and Kim revealed on a recent episode of their reality series that Chloe never told her sisters that Thompson asked her to marry him. Uh-huh. Chloe admitted in a confessional about the 2019 proposal. I said, I need to make sure that this is a totally different relationship because I want to be proud to say I'm engaged to anyone. And that's why I said, you know, I'm not comfortable accepting this right now because I'm not excited to tell my family. So that's what she had to say about that. I think these are secondary considerations to these, to to them, to Kim, to the, you know, like, okay, if I'm like, it's just an accessory almost. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. It's yeah. a business transaction. Yeah. Totally. You know, and, and a sellable one, you know, because they'll put Absolutely. it on the show. yeah. And so, uh, hey, I got a new guy that I can market. Yeah. And I wonder if they, you know, if from time to time it would it would be uh, mutual. Why don't we get married for like two years? Yeah. And that should be enough time. I have no to doubt. Make something out I mean, of it. You know what? You know what? It would be really good if I dated just like a regular person for the next couple of years. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. You don't want a rapper. Now yeah. I want an NBA star. Yeah. Steve, somebody pointed out the other day that, um, and this made me really cynical, but the, this whole Stallone Flavin thing yeah. might be because they have a reality show coming out. Ah, uh, uh, listen. Uh, I, you, you know, know me. I'm a massive cynic, and I'm. Uh, I can see that. And it, it was like, man, it's like. Kind of pissed me off a little bit. Yeah, all right. We'll see how it unfolds. That ain't you! Uh, on this week's... <laughs> I have a reality show coming up. Coming after me and I'm offering you reality shows. <laughs> they, you pretend you're getting divorced, you get a reality show. Uh, yeah. I give you my legs! <laughs> Nothing is over! It's over! I God, I love that Nothing is over. <laughs> Nothing is over! It's over! I I want to give you a rose. <laughs> Wait, what? What's going on? You're in the bachelor? Is that where I am? <laughs> uh, well, Tyler, I love you. Yeah. Wait, how did this happen? I'm the bachelorette? Wait, now you're on Wipeout. I can't tell the difference between the shows. Uh, On this week's episode of Red Table Talk, uh, Hayden Panettier opened up about relinquishing custody of her seven year old daughter, Kaya, uh, or it might be Kaya, it's spelled K A Y I, Kayak, Kayak. Uh, to her ex-husband, Vladimir Klitschko. In 2018, the Heroes actress was battling an addiction to alcohol and pills, and uh, Kaya went on to live with her father in Ukraine. Uh, the clip, which was released on Tuesday, Independentier says that uh, signing the custody papers was uh, the most heartbreaking thing I ever had to do in my life. She said at first, it wasn't because it was... It, it was not because it wasn't a discussion. She said, if he had come to me... And said, I think because of where you're at right now and your struggles that you're having, it would be good for her to be over here with me for a while. Which if I had probably had enough of a conversation, I would have said, okay, that makes sense. I get it. I'll come there and visit and stuff like that. Uh, She said, but because the way it was done, it was very upsetting. I mean, it was the worst signing those papers, the most heartbreaking thing I've ever had to do in my life. She went on to say that. Uh, the papers were given to Klitschko's, uh, give, were to give him full custody. Yeah. Uh, she said, I was going to work on myself. I was going to get better. 
And when I got better, then things would change and she could come to me and I could have my time with her. But that didn't happen. But who's to say how it would have played out? If he would have come to her and talked to her, she could have been all whacked out. She was whacked out. And and gone, no, no. And and it could have gotten even worse. Remember the footage of her brawling outside of the club, right? I mean, so she, I feel bad for her, though, because, uh, you know, this was all um, kicked off because she had really bad postpartum depression. And so she was dealing with that, and then when yeah. it spiraled down. But, yeah, yeah I get it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jeopardy winner Amy Schneider is a married woman now. Uh, the former game show champion married Genevieve Davis at an intimate wedding in May. And Schneider just uh, shared the news on Tuesday on Instagram alongside a photo from her nuptials. Uh, she wrote, Genevieve and I are delighted to announce that on Monday, May 9th, we are married in a small private ceremony at the Almeida County Recorder. Uh, we will still be having a traditional wedding and reception next summer, but our lives have been much too busy this year to get very far in planning it. And uh, we couldn't wait uh, that long to proclaim our love and commitment to each other. Thank you for everyone and your support. Cool. Tournament of Champions, I believe, starts in November, does it not? Ooh. I just looked it up, Steve, because I was wondering the same thing. Uh, Monday, October 31st, so on Halloween. All right. Uh, so right at the beginning of November. Nice. And, um, yeah, Amy will be a part of it. And it's Matt Amodio. It's a really Ryan. strong. Ryan Long's going to yep. be there. Yeah. Yeah, really strong uh, contestants. This yeah. Time. And uh, Amy had a 40-game winning streak wow. on Jeopardy. Good yeah. Lord. Second longest winning streak in the show's history. Uh, next to Ken Jennings and earned more than $1.3 million in prize money during that time on that show. So we'll see. We'll see how that plays out uh, in the Tournament of Champions. Uh, let's see. What else I have here for you? Um, all right. So this is a thing. It's a thing. Uh, Try Guys star. Oh, yes. Ned Fulmer. This I is asked a, you about yeah, this. Yeah, they're a YouTube group, right. and, and they're very, very popular and successful. But But apparently there's this... Uh, infidelity thing that is surfaced. I, that's why I asked you what. What was? It, are they kind of considered a wholesome thing? I I, 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 don't, I don't watch, but I guess I know my daughter came into the back room last night talking uh, two nights ago about right. this, and uh, yeah. So this is a thing. So one of the, one of the guys, he's yeah. Ned Ned Fulmer and his wife Ariel appear to be trying to work things out though on the heels of his cheating scandal. TMZ caught the couple. Out in Los Angeles together on Wednesday where Ariel told the photographer that they were working on working things out between them. Yeah, right. Ned was recently fired from his popular YouTube show after photos surfaced of him kissing one of the Try Guys producers. And so, therefore... I'm very honored to be joining the cast of Try Guys. (laughs) (laughs) It's become a scandal, so... Uh, but they, 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 I try cauliflower. Right. So they do oh. challenges, right? Is that what it is? Essentially. I, I guess so. I they don't try know. things yeah. out. I'm yeah. just, I think it's kind of wild. It's so, you know, my question to you was how do they have a very pristine image that it, this, yeah, like, this the... like in yeah, Hollywood, what's the big deal, this would be right? a thing? <laughs> this thing happens, yeah. the, the, the cheating stuff happens all the time. And, uh, I, yeah, Steve, I don't really. Maybe he was any... trying cheating. They're all kind of nerdy. I yeah. don't have any answers for you. I'm, I'm going to try this woman. Yeah. All right, uh, let me do a couple more quick things here. Uh, Marvel Studios has changed up its plans for Armor Wars. Uh, According to The Hollywood Reporter, the project, originally slated to be a series for Disney+, Plus, will be redeveloped as a feature film. And it will star Don Cheadle, uh, who is reprising his longtime MCU role as Rhodey Rhodes, a.k.a. War Machine. I don't know what kind of storyline it's going to be, but they're going to make a film instead of a series out of it. So... Uh, which is fine because there's the series or there's a lot of them. There's a ton there's a of whole them. lot of them. And I and I was talking to Casey about this earlier. I I kind of don't like that they're um they're sort of making it mandatory that you 
Watch the series, right? You know what I'm Watch saying? Watch both yeah. of the exactly. movies and the series. I don't like that. It's it's, it's now become work Yeah, uh, to try and keep up with all yeah. that. I don't want to sign yeah, yeah, exactly. You're mm-hmm. assigned to watch this before you watch that. Yeah. Watch all these episodes before you watch this movie. It's kind of... It's, I got the guy! It's, it's a bit <laughs> much to ask. Nothing is over! <laughs> I didn't know! I don't watch every show! <laughs> when did Rasko come back? You're a busy man. Very busy! Yeah. I'm the bachelorette. Uh, speaking of uh, the MCU, uh, Chris Hemsworth and his producing partner, Ben Grayson, have signed a first-look deal with Nat Geo Ooh. via their production company. He did... Uh, uh, it's uh, called Wild State. He had a special on during Shark Week, Chris yeah. Hemsworth. Uh, so, yeah, the pair previously worked... These two worked together for uh, on the special Shark Beach with Chris Hemsworth and the upcoming Disney Plus series called Limitless. Yeah, I've seen the trailer for that. For he, Limitless? Yeah, he just he, he goes out and does things that really only Thor should be able to do. No, but really? Chris Hemsworth is doing yeah. him. Yeah, it really makes you feel like not uh, not a man. I was telling Steve, I watched, for the first time ever, I watched uh, Cabin in the Woods uh, the other day. Oh, yeah. It was a really good movie. Oh, yeah. And the difference, uh, his physical difference, because he has his shirt off at some point in yes. that movie. Yeah, yeah. And it looks his physical difference. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, looks but good. between that and Thor, like it is night and day. So they get him cranked up. Obviously, he's he's a he's a, an incredible physical specimen. But yeah. it does show you the difference of what real world is like yeah. when you're yeah. just regularly living and when yeah. you're getting amped up for a movie role. I'd like to see a a Thor movie come along. I was not a big fan of Love and Thunder. Uh, I would like to see Thor retain a bit more of his heroic Thorness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I and- just watched Love and Thunder for the first time. Yeah. And- it was fun. It was cute. Uh, and at times I'm like, really? Agree. But I, I, I'm glad I watched it. Yes. Uh, but I, I'm with you. They, yeah. They need to get it back to... A little bit. A little bit more of the Asgardian Thorness. Ragnarok had a nice split. Yeah. Doing a lot of heroic things. This was very too jokey for me. As, yeah, and, and that's the thing. And, and one of the, I guess, refreshing things about the Marvel movies is that, you know, that they inserted, com- you know, a little bit of uh, humor into right. the movies. And now it's almost like they're making comedies with a little bit of action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that, that's a fair assessment. I agree. All right, so Variety reports that Jonathan Majors is in early talks to play Dennis Rodman in the upcoming Lionsgate movie 48 Hours in Vegas. In the film from Lionsgate and Lord Miller were chronicle the basketball star's infamous Las Vegas trip uh, during the 1998 NBA Finals. He was kind of MIA for yes, he was. a while, right? Yeah. Uh, so they're going to cover that. And I want to see him go to North Korea. Uh, Jonathan Majors yeah. is uh, <laughs> a major part of the um, MCU. He's Kang. Uh, yes, he was Kang at the end of uh, the Loki series, and then in the next like Avengers super movie, he's going to be Kang the Conqueror. Uh, for who is that? I, who, <laughs> well, did you make it through Loki? Yeah. All right, so he's the the guy at the end who's sort of the architect of everything that's uh, all the evil things that are happening in the universe. So Good he's gonna, God, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't uh, remember. Yeah. I, I I do. Oh. I I have to say I was not that impressed. I was not the biggest. I thought Loki was okay. Yeah, I'm, me too. And, now, and I thought I knew everything. I'm Damn enjoying it. all of it. It's funny because, like, I look at these like you guys looked at comic books. Yeah. Like, to, for me, it's something new all the time. And I, I like some more than I like the, other, yes. the others. But I just love the fact that we're getting new Marvel stuff all the time. Okay. And uh, it is hard to keep track of all of it. But, yeah. but I'm, I'm just enjoying the ride. All right. Very good. That's what's supposed to be done. All right. And then finally, uh, Kathy, the Paramount Network shared its first glimpse of Yellowstone Season 5 on I Thursday. I know. I saw it. Uh, the t- I saw it. I Are you up to date? Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, the trailer so shows. Me, I have my wine and my yellow still. <laughs> uh, Kevin Costner, Sean Dutton being sworn in as governor of Montana. Ah. And the ensuing chaos that takes place uh, returns Sunday, November 13th with two episodes. I will say, though, the main attraction of the entire show is this one guy. And I'm watching the trailer, and he doesn't pop up till like, late in the trailer. I was like, okay, fine. Who's the character who works for you? What? Who's the one guy you're talking about? Oh, Rip is the the character's name. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's Cole Hauser. Yes, okay. Cole Hauser. That's yeah. it. Wait, I remember Cole Hauser. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, yeah. Kathy used him in the, the uh, Hollywood three way game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like everyone. Sense and sensibility. Yes, that's right. <laughs> All right. We are ready for the clip. Or, no, no. We're no. ready for movies opening this week. Yeah, thank you. In our music. Opening this weekend is Bros, the rom-com with Billy Eichner and Luke McFarlane, who were here in our studio not yeah, long ago, wonderful. and T.S. Madison as well. Uh, the first major studio gay rom-com is a smart, swoony, and heartfelt story about finding sex, love, and romance amidst the madness. It is an hour and 55 minutes long. It's rated R. It gets a wide theater release. Rotten Tomatoes score, 95%. Wow. <laughs> That's huge. Also opening this weekend is The Greatest Beer Run Ever. It's comedy starring Zac Efron, Russell Crowe, uh, and Bill Murray's in it as well. To show support for his neighbors and friends serving in Vietnam, Chickie Donahue decides to do something totally outrageous. Travel to the front line by himself to bring the soldiers a little piece of home, their favorite can of American beer. However... What started as a well-meaning journey quickly turns into the adventure of a lifetime as Chicky confronts the reality of this controversial war and his reunions with the childhood buddies thrust him into the complexities and responsibilities of adulthood. Uh, and then, Steve, I don't have the information on... It didn't come through there? No. Uh-uh. What, on the Rotten Tomatoes score? Uh, and how long it is and what kind of release it is. I and feel like score. it's on Netflix. No, 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 no. I just did a... Screen, I, or, let is me, it streaming somewhere? Is it no let, Apple Plus? Let me call it up here one second. Okay. Uh, so while you're doing that, I'll move on. Smile is also opening. It's a horror film starring uh, Sozie Bacon, uh, Jesse Usher, and Kyle Gallner. After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. As an overwhelming terror begins taking over her life, Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. Looks Hour good. and 55 minutes long. It's rated R. Wide theater release. And Rotten Tomato score is 76%. And then finally, The Good House also opens. It's a romance and comedy starring Sigourney Weaver, Kevin Kline, and Marina Baccarin. Uh, the Good House follows Hildy Good, a rye New England realtor and descendant of the Salem witches who loves her wine and her secrets. Uh, her compartmentalized life begins to unravel as she rekindles a romance with her old high school flame, Frank Getchell. 
and becomes dangerously entwined in one of uh, in one person's reckless behavior, igniting long buried emotions and family secrets. Hildy is propelled toward a reckoning with the one person she's been avoiding for decades herself. Uh, it's an hour and 43 minutes long. Oh, I love those. Rated R. Theater release and Rotten Tomatoes 72%. Every, everybody got a good score. Yeah, so I got the... Uh, well, not so much. Uh, the greatest beer run ever, Preston, is uh, two hours and six minutes. It's on Apple TV. Uh-huh. All right. And it is getting a theater release as well. And uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score is 41%. Ooh, that one didn't get a good score. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, now we're ready for clips. And we're going to get a clip from that movie we just spoke about. U.S. Marine Corps veteran John Donahue was influenced by anti-war demonstrations and as a local bartender to track down his buddies in combat. And here Zach Efron explains the wildest part about the greatest beer run ever. It's just it's, it's a true story. I mean, all of this really happens. Um, you know, it's one of those unbelievable real-life scenarios that you just can't believe a guy got himself into. Oh, damn it. All right, let me try it again in a second. What the f***? There we go. Greatest beer on ever is in theaters today. Here's the My next buttons one. aren't working. 90s cult classic Hocus Pocus is back for its long-awaited sequel, Hocus Pocus 2. Ooh. In this clip, star Bette Midler talks about acting with her co-star Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimy again. It was exactly the same. It was like yesterday. It was like we were reading in the cafeteria. It was exactly the same. Jump right into our old characters. Shut up, dummy. Uh, <laughs> Hocus Pocus 2 is out today on Disney. I know a lot of people are jazzed about this. Big yeah. Hocus Pocus fans. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the entertainment report. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. we got a lot of stuff going on. Perry Farrell is on the show. Brad Williams is going to be here. Adina Menzel and her sister will be on the program. And when we return, we have an announcement to make about the Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah. So that is on the way. We'll be right back. Stay with us. WMMR. Let's win some money. 93.3 WMMR presents you Your shot to win $1,000 cash five times a day. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 and noon. Then 3 and 5 p.m. Listen to you Loot Sounder and get the keyword. Text it to 45911 or enter it on our website or the new MMR app. See official rules and details at WMMR.com. We're putting a grand in your hand with MMR's Yoo-Hoo Loot. Sponsored by Horizon Services Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Book online at horizoneasybook.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I hope you got a great night's sleep last night. If not, I, it's a confusing text message here. First of all, they wrote Pine Valley, Pine Valley, Pine Valley, now that I have your attention. Right? <laughs> That's for me, obviously. Yeah, yeah. My but it says, Kathy yeah. will be visiting my family's winery this Sunday. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to announce some special events that I have created just for this occasion. We'll be hosting the unauthorized meet and greet celebrity driving tour, including drive-by and then it's it's moves yeah, around. No, here. none of this. This isn't open to the public. I, oh. I know. I think this is a joke. Drive by uh, Kathy Romano's table, Jimmy Superfly Snooka's house, and as well as Sally Stars' estate, including pizza shop, as well as Autumn Adventure T-shirts <laughs> in irregular uh, sizes and life-size replica ice carving of Kathy's breast for people to enjoy. Wow, that's chilling. Gadzooks, love you. Pretty much. Your loyal listener, Austin the Mower Jockey. Okay. 
Feel free to call me with any questions. I'll be rolling so, greens in the next three hours. Stay away from the grounds crew. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, also, the storm is coming through. We're yeah. supposed to be in a winery. So. <laughs> yeah, should be fine. Yeah, yeah where do you... Where, uh, it's not open to the public. Do you not want to mention it? You saving it for yeah, a fall no, activities? Yeah, no, it's actually a video shoot. Oh, okay. Oh. Fall activities, by the way, uh, we are revealing on Monday. Monday. I can't wait. Uh, yes. Last year was a, one of the best ones I think you've ever had. Oh, it was oh, great. Oh, really? Yeah, I got oh, some great cool. ideas from that. Good. It's the... Um, uh, the balloon stuff and and the picnic and, and the, picnic and, and the uh, at home uh, kind of like sleepover party thing. Yes. Remember that? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah, the, the indoor uh, parties. Dream huts. Yeah, those are she cool. She is awesome. Yeah, I love okay. those. Um, and and uh, I was actually meaning to ask you about something, Kathy. And I'll just ask you now: Have you ever heard of Monsterville? Do you know anything about Monsterville? No. Okay. So it's where the monsters live. So yeah, is, it sounds like is, something <laughs> you're. Your parents would tell to a little kid, yeah, well, take it to Monsterville if you're not careful. So this guy that uh, we work with, Tim, he used to live in the city, and now he lives in Merchantville. Yes. Merchantville is like right next to Cherry Hill. Mm-hmm. Well, tomorrow, Merchantville <gasps> turns into Monsterville. Oh. Monsterville. And for the entire month of, of October, like all the houses of Merchantville just totally get into this uh, Halloween thing. Oh, and it's and a really make... great thing to like walk around the town. The town is great. Like yeah. it, it's it, uh, Throughout the seasons, you know, it, it adapts. And there's oh, always, really? Yeah, there's always, they're very uh, holiday uh, oriented. Yes. Yeah. It's, it, Christmas, it's amazing as well. Tomorrow, they're going to also add in a, uh, a mild hurricane. Wow. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make it scary. Yeah. Yeah. Monsters uh, love that. You got to send me this stuff if you hear about stuff like well, that. I, I just sent it to you. Okay, well, the with list your, is done. With my mouth. <laughs> Well, I mean, listen, I already heard about it. I, I Already. I meant to say, I only heard about it like two days ago. Uh, so, and I knew that your fall activities thing No, was, that's cool. Yeah, maybe yeah. We'll, we'll keep it on the All list right. for, for next year. And you know what? Sometimes um, if the events take place... Um, like, suit, like, you know, like just the weekend after or something, like I usually will skip that. I try to do stuff that people can do all season long. I've adopted a couple of things that become annual, like the Colebrookdale, uh, uh, the, the uh, you... Polar Express train ride yeah. every year. So um, it is not on the list uh, this year, but uh, they actually added a new Halloween train. So, I heard, So yeah. they're doing a whole uh, Halloween train. You can do it <laughs> during this season and then during Christmas as well. It's That's the, cool. It's yeah. the best. A Halloween train. Yeah. yeah. No, I've not heard of that before. That's awesome. Yeah, and okay. I think theirs is a little like is kid friendly. A lot, a lot of what they do is kid yeah. friendly. The one in New Hope um, does like a haunted uh, train oh. ride. Oh, okay. Wow. Why don't we talk about this Monday? Yeah, well, I, I know. I know. We are. Stand and preview, Casey. Just a preview. <laughs> and we're, we're going to do it around uh, this time. Yes. Uh, I believe we're going to do it in the 7 o'clock hour uh, on Monday. So let's get set for that. So we're just going a little bit of time because we have a guest that's going to come on for... Uh, you want to sing a song? No. Well, we oh, could. What? But no. I wanted to tell you guys about something. So um, Jackie Bam Bam couldn't think of a word when we were driving. Uh, huh. We were driving across the country last week. Are we going to guess this word? Okay, so I'm going to tell you what the word is. Okay, okay, and huh. and you tell me what the actual word is. So he couldn't think of the actual word. Okay, so, so he, he was said... he was calling it salad balls. Okay. Salad balls. Salad balls. Um, what would you think salad balls oh, are? I know. Uh, I'll bet you it's Brussels sprouts. It's Salad balls. Last week during a meet meet, you were eating Brussels sprouts, right? Salad balls. 
balls? Yeah, we were. Does he like salad balls? He loves salad balls. Okay. In fact, he sent me a picture of his salad balls that he was eating last night. Because they look like little lettuce. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's not a bad description. It's, it's not. A, no, it's no, really not. But like he was talking, and so, but when he was trying to describe what salad balls were, I thought these were little balls that you would put into salads. So I'm like, I'm like olives, croutons. I'm like, olive, are you sure it's not olives? And he's like, no, no. All right, so my, my friend Lori... Uh, is renowned for making mistakes like right, that, right, right. Or, uh, or, or just calling something just it's a smidge off, and, and it's a game between us to to say, "Hey, Lori said this. What do you think she meant?" Uh, and uh, so, like, I'll give you an example. Um, she called uh, these things. Uh, I was talking about uh, um, uh, for a bike. I'm trying to find a way to describe this to you, but she called them handle bears. Handle bears? Handle bears. Okay, so not handle bars. No, but I was trying to explain a, a certain kind of uh, handlebars that I wanted to get from my bike. Ape hangers. Ape hangers, oh yes. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to get ape hangers. Okay, yeah. You know what those are, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like on a chopper. Yeah. And, and she goes, yeah, you can get, the, later on, like like the next day, she's going, you can get those handle bears. <laughs> Oh my god! Or those bear handles, maybe is what she said. Yeah, bear, yeah. bear handles. Right. That was it. Bear handles. Okay. Oh my god. And we're like, oh my god, this is fantastic. <laughs> I love it when people mess stuff up like that. It becomes a thing. <laughs> salad balls. Salad balls. That's great. But the best part was that's just... like a nickname for somebody. Yeah. Hey, salad hey, balls. What's up, salad balls? So we um we were never able to in the car at that point in time. We were never able to actually figure out what he meant by salad balls. He couldn't think of the word. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what what the word was either, and, and like you think hours, he would have said it, it, that it was a vegetable. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I don't remember if he yeah. did or not. But hours later, right, <laughs> uh-huh. just sitting there, and he's like, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> just uh-huh. I can't remember where we were, but he's like Brussels sprouts. Sometimes it hits yeah. you. Maybe it was at the edge of the Grand Canyon. Yeah. <laughs> Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> Just, he's looking into that vast beauty. Wow. And then all of a sudden... Brussels sprouts! <laughs> His mind is fascinating. Ah, I love it. It's, it is childlike. Yeah. I mean, he has encyclopedic knowledge of so many musical things. It's really fascinating to listen to him talk about... He was talking about the Bruce record yesterday, the new Bruce uh, um, album mm. of covers. Right. And he was diving into all of these different artists that Bruce Springsteen covers on the it's new amazing. record. Yeah. And to hear Jackie's knowledge of those artists from like that, you know, from the 50s and 60s and 70s Motown artists was makes me want to listen to the Bruce record and then go back and listen to those guys. And he spent time with Smokey Robinson's orthodontist. <laughs> right. He knows that crap, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but it's, it, it's great to hear. And then he can't. And then Brussels He had a lengthy conversation with me uh, day before yesterday about yucca plants. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah wow. you, were you guys listening? Yeah, to yeah. yeah it was years. And I don't show. know why, but he seems to think that I'm like I grew up. Uh, he thinks of me as as a southern guy. Yeah, for mm-hmm. some reason or another, and that, a, that I would know these yucca plants. Well, and I was like, plant. and I was, I am familiar with what yucca plants are, but I didn't grow up with them as a native. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, flora in my area or anything like that. But, yeah. yeah, There was a plant connection in his brain. Like, he thought somehow that... He thought of me. Yeah. Yeah. So he um, was (laughs) talking about the yucca plants as well, uh, all during our our (laughs) trip. That's why I brought it up. When we got uh, on the other side of the the Mississippi, uh, he was talking about it. And then he also was, um, I mean, he really was hell-bent on finding a, a cactus. Like... 
So my question is, if we got him a cactus, would it be able to grow <laughs> in <laughs> New Jersey where he lives? Uh, okay, so you're you're yeah. talking about, and I forgot the specific name of these these ones that grow in the Saguaro. in the Southwest. Right. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're very large. They're you you can't. They're they're kind of endangered. They they try to keep them. You can't uh, touch them. You can't touch them. And they, oh, they, you can't touch them. They're, yeah, no. they're the really large ones. Yeah. Uh, and Casey did this. Yeah, yes. I know this for those of you who are on radio. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense, but he did like a statue movement. Yeah, they're like trees almost. Yeah, they're huge. But uh, can they grow here? No. Like outside? Like if we planted one in his yard, it would die. It no. would die. Yeah. Yeah. Damn you, it, man! You, you could have that inside in a greenhouse, but it, but uh, to to grow a saguaro a cactus here would fail. Okay. Because uh, he was just, I wanted to get him one as like, a, you know, maybe a Christmas present or something like that. But I don't want to get him something that's going to die. Yeah. Get him some succulents. Yeah, he, can, he won't kill those. <sighs> no, he won't. No. Yeah. Uh, get he, him some Brussels sprouts. You can yeah, get him uh, some uh, salad balls. There's a, a, a cactus that lives here, Casey. It's a prickly pear. You could get him one of those. They flower in the spring. They're very pretty. I know you stopped listening. Uh, no. <laughs> I, prickly pears is pretty great. And when you say prickly pears, I think of that one scene from... Uh, uh, leaving Las Vegas where he ends up falling through a glass table and gets cut with the glasses and he's so drunk. He's like, I'm prickly bear. Do you remember that part? No. <laughs> no. Okay. I believe All you, right. though. All right, cool. But anyway, they would live here. Okay. <laughs> Casey's jotting down notes, but we've had a, yeah. a, a programming change last second unbeknownst to us, yeah. and you know how I love that. Yeah. Uh, so, so this should be well. Yeah, now, it's going to be great. I mean, listen. This is all for the greater good. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, sorry. We had gotten a note written on a, a, a screen in front of us here. All right. Anyway, uh, we're killing time. Uh, are we done killing we're, time? We're done. We're done. <sighs> okay. So we have been having regular meetings about the Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, we're getting set for that. Uh, it is arriving in November. And uh, what is the actual date? I've, I've November 7th through the 11th. Thank you. November 7th through the 11th uh, is when the Camp Out for Hunger is. So. Uh, we've been, you know, just trying to plan, see how we want to do it, how things want to roll out. Because we're back. Uh, yes, and in fact, we have, hang on, we have another note being written down. <laughs> I need to see what it is before okay, we're, we go. No cameras, just audio only. Okay, so uh, we're going to communicate via Zoom. Like they do on the telephone. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's almost the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we want to welcome our friends from Acme, uh, Dana Ward and Jim Perkins. Yay! Good morning. Hi, guys. Good morning. How are you? We're doing great. All right. So, Dana, is Jim there as well? Jim is here as well. Yeah, I'm here. How you doing, guys? Wonderful. All right. So, we have, uh, let me just spell out everything. Dana is the communications and public affairs manager for Acme. Jim Perkins is the president. The president. El Presidente. Of Acme, and we have partnered uh, with them in the past several years at Camp Out for Hunger, and it's a it's a beautiful relationship. They took it stratospheric, yes. uh, and it's been phenomenal. And we are so thrilled to have you on today. Most definitely. Uh, first of all, how are things in the world of Acme, uh, Dana and Jim? Whoever wants to take that question, you know everything's great. I mean, uh, you know, sales continue. We're glad we can help the community. Um, you know, we're hopefully coming out of the backside of COVID and. Our Eagles are undefeated and uh, <laughs> going on in town. So life is know, good. Year, uh, you know, guys, last year, you know, we had a record setting $1.4 million in donations. That was a hundred thousand more than a year before. Yeah. Uh, we know it's the 25th anniversary, I believe of the camp out for hunger. It is. We congratulate you on being so impactful in the Delaware Valley. We're excited as ever to have Acme, a uh, uh, part of such a, a large piece of this program. And we're excited to welcome everybody back to our Xfinity program. You guys know where people can come down and, and get the food Xfinity Live. We couldn't do that the last couple of years. 
you know, I know uh, your camp out for hunger is a little smaller calendar, but remember we start collecting on 10-1 all the way through 11-23. So we'll be collecting to camp out for hunger as still as ever. You come to the register. We've made it simple. You can donate right there at the register and then we'll handle the rest. And uh, our team's so excited. You know, we're going to partner with Phil Abundance as we always have along with other food hunger partners to end hunger. And one thing we learned, you know, every a lot of food security out there. Yes. Uh, it doesn't discriminate. I mean, Mm-mm. you could be, you know, one week away from, from maybe, uh, you know, a, a job situation. So we want to get the money in the hands of the people that need it. You know, last year we gave them cards so they could shop with dignity at their local Acme. And, uh, you know, don't forget that you to take, when you donate, to take your picture of the Preston and Steve standee that's in the store and tag us on both Instagram and Camp Out for Hunger. Absolutely. So, very excited, uh, guys. Well, um, but, let, uh, let me put a nice little bow on this and, and do it in Preston and Steve fashion. What uh, Jim has said is we are announcing the Head Start with Acme Pro yeah! for the Camp Out for Hunger. And that's exactly what he means by that. Uh, so starting on the 1st, you can you can begin donating monetarily at your local Acme store. What this means is a nice long run leading up to, uh, obviously, camp out time and up to Thanksgiving, a time when people traditionally are going to the supermarket and spending more. Mm-hmm. I know that in years past, I go to Acme, obviously, that's where... We, we, we all go for our, our groceries. Every time I go to that point of purchase where you put your card in, you you make your donation every yeah. time. It's so simple. Yep. And uh, it gives you a nice chance. Whatever you're able to do, because as we've said before and as, uh, you, you know, um, we've learned throughout the year and in the past couple of years, things have gotten hard for a lot of people. And we are in a weird situation where we have uh, people who are trying to make that horrible decision about what bill do I pay? Do I forego food? What? How, how am I juggling all this? So we always say it, and, and somehow, Preston, people always rise to the challenge. And where would we be without Acme? And oh, my this? gosh, especially this, especially this yeah. head start, because it's it's simple for uh, people to just throw a dollar or two, so or easy. if you want to throw a hundred or two, yeah. uh, you get to choose right there uh, the donation amount. Uh, am I correct about that, guys, that you can choose whatever you want to donate there? You absolutely can. You can go as low as a dollar, and you can go as high as your bank account will allow. <laughs> we like that, yeah. and it's it's so easy to do. Um, and uh, this has been a game changer uh, for Camp Out for Hunger when this uh, we instituted this with Acme a couple of years ago. Yeah, guys, with the whole setup you've made it so easy, and I and I smile every time you know I go to pay because I'm, I'm I'm in there a lot. I do the self checkout. Uh, which is awesome, by the way. And, uh, you know, in, in just a second, you can make a donation, and it's uh, uh, it allows people to know exactly where to go. And we really encourage those uh, cutouts of us, Preston. They're going to have them yes. there. Uh, you make a social media presence on it to get the word out. Yep. Yeah, you know, a couple of things, guys, if you don't mind. I you know everybody's struggling with inflation and where it's at, but uh, and I know uh, turkeys and chickens and eggs, you know, the price has gone up, but don't you uh, mind? We're working uh, diligently on having a great turkey promotion this year so everybody can have a great Thanksgiving. We also like to help people save money. I love seeing the Eagles undefeated. But remember, if you wear your any your, your jersey on game day, whether it's Thursday or Sunday or whatever day they play, you save an additional 5% off your entire order, except cigarettes and tobacco and so forth, <laughs> as you guys know. Yep. But, um, you know, the, Acme's been around, uh, as you go, since the, since the 1800s, long time ago. And we just want to welcome everybody back home to Delaware Valley for their for their holiday. We're ready for your holiday needs, and uh, we appreciate all that you've done for us. 
and we appreciate the partnership. Let us know anything we can do to help. Vice versa. Sir. Yes, Jim, yes. you need to set up the 1800s club, and, and people yeah. have been shopping with you since the 1800s. <laughs> right. Get, get a good group picture. Yeah. A, a yeah. discount, too, or something. Yeah. 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 Hook them up. Yeah. It's just, just an extra added plug. But, yeah, 1800s, you've been around. I mean, you, obviously, we love you. <laughs> and I'll say this. Uh, I have to say this every time. Your parfaits are never mushy, <laughs> and uh, we appreciate that. <laughs> the uh, um, we'll yogurt, sure the yogurt, and the, the the granola, the yeah. granola is mushy. never mushy. The, fre- the fruit is fresh, and the yogurt's excellent. And then let me tell you, to to a to a regular Joe like me, it means a lot. So. Yes. So thank you we for know, the no mushy. <laughs> you guys know we cut that fresh every day in the stores. Uh, some people bring out a commissary, but that's why it's so fresh every day. We do it fresh for you every day. If you excellent. No. We'll bring you over some new items, maybe some chicken tenders. Or Ooh. Ooh. You're talking our language. Ooh. All right, we love you guys. Thank you for the partnership. It starts October 1st, just in a couple of days, yeah. Yeah. as we get ready for Camp Out for Hunger, our partnership, the Head Start program with Acme. Thank you, Dana Ward. Thank you, Jim Perkins. You guys are the best. Have a great weekend. It's so great. So awesome. Yep. And uh, you can go to WMMR.com uh, to get some details, uh, dates and times. Uh, like Casey said, the camp out starts on the 7th uh, at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. And uh, we're getting prepped. We're getting ready for all I end stuff. up donating a lot myself just because you're, you're, you're in there shopping. It's so easy to just click the donation button. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So you know what I want to do? I want to take a break. Because uh, we got Yoohoo loot coming up, we got yep. the bizarre file on the way. We got some more guests, uh, and we'll uh, we'll roll the day out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back in just uh, in just a moment. So make sure you stay with us. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa enabled device? It's easy. Just say Alexa, open MMR. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best-sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MM Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. That's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Um, sorry, I was coughing. I turned my mic off. Bill would be happy. Very good. Yeah, I turned it off. You get a gold star. Um, before <laughs> we do the Yoohoo Loot, uh, which is the first thing we're going to do here in a moment, oh, okay. uh, let me go through uh, a couple of shout outs. I'm trying to play catch up on You're doing this. a good job. Thank you. Very uh, good. This is from um, Joe uh, Bataglino. Uh, says, hey, uh, can I get a, he says, good morning, Presbo, good morning all. Uh, if I can, I'd like to get a shot off my stepdaughter, uh, Roni, uh, or it might be Ronnie, R-O-N-I. Uh, she's a physical therapist at Rothman Mar Hospital. I got her start uh, listening to you on her way to, uh, on her way in to work this morning. And uh, she's involved in the Walk to Stomp Out Parkinson's at the Philly Zoo on October 8th. We're also putting together her upcoming wedding with her fiance, Aww. Ryan. So, uh, I would love to uh, give them a shout out. So there you go. That's their wedding gift. Uh, here's another one that says, uh, my name is Danielle. Reaching out on behalf of a big fan of yours, my boyfriend, Matt uh, Varallo. Uh, constantly talked about how your show was able to get him through the hard days at work and create a bond with his fellow co-workers. Oh. Uh, Thursday, his birthday is 23rd birthday. <laughs> is uh, coming up this Thursday, September 22nd. So sorry, missed Nailed it. it. Uh, if you guys would be able to give him a birthday shout-out, would mean the world to him. So that's from Danielle Hensel. Birthday shout-out there. 
And uh, this one says, hey, I know it's a ways away, but my boyfriend's birthday is September 20th. <laughs> I got this email back in August. Uh, longtime listener, 15 years of your broadcast, and a huge, huge, mega huge fan. Never heard of listening to you guys before, but since stating him, I listen every morning on my commute to work, and it would mean the world to him and me if you can give him a birthday shout out on your show. That is from Mara, and she says, rage on. So there you go. And then one more, and this will do it. Uh, this says, uh, it's from uh, Teresa Mulholland and Media. She says, uh, it needs to start out for my husband's 40th birthday, Monday the 26th. Closer. Yeah, not bad. A shard out would be the best present ever, even better than the Annabelle Christmas ornament that I gave him a couple of years ago. <laughs> Annabelle. Uh, so that is Annabelle. from, yeah, Teresa, and this is... Brian, uh, the getting the shirt out. There you go. And as you said many times before, you, you know, if you pick a date and a time, it's really going to be tough. Yeah, it is. So if you get it in the calendar year, we consider that a win. Do what we can. Uh, it's eight o'clock. Yoo-hoo! Here it is, MMRs. You who loot. Now listen up. Here's your keyword. All right, it's show. Keyword is show. S-H-O-W. We have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter. There are three ways to do it. You can text to the special contest short code number 45911. Or enter it at the MMR app or WMMR.com. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. Each winner gets a call from Beasley. Make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. And it's sponsored by Horizon Services. The word again is show. S-H-O-W. Come and get it, my friend. ever plays that at any of their regular shows? I be, hope so. I would be cool if they did. I wouldn't hold them to it. I wouldn't either. But it would be cool if they did. Yeah. Did you see they just did a show in Boston? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I actually oddly was connected to, um, who's the lead singer? Is that Morgan? Morgan? Okay. Yeah. I was connected to Morgan's dad for something that I'm doing. Um, and so I was chatting with him and he's like, yeah, they're really like, they're doing shows all over. He's like, That's I just awesome. took them up to Boston. And Love yeah. That. Nice. All right. Well, they're great. Can, they kick off our Friday and let's do this. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Friday is morning by Modia Opioid Use Disorder. If you or a loved one is living with opioid use disorder, consider a clinical research study. You can learn more at uh, Modia OUD Study.com. That's M O D I A O U D Study. Dot com. Uh, the family of a 35-year-old man who died in April of last year due to COVID-19 had been living with his body ever since, thinking oh. he was only in a coma and would eventually wake up. That's okay. Vemlish Sonkar in India was admitted to a hospital on the 18th of April 2021 and pronounced dead only three days later <clears throat> after becoming infected with the coronavirus. A death certificate was handed to the man's family. 
But they refused to believe that he had passed away. And instead of giving him the last rites, took his dead body home, cared for it as if it would, as if he would eventually wake up. Preston, they even drew a penis on his forehead. Oh. Yeah, they thought it was, you know, he was just like amazing. Uh, the man's mummified remains were discovered a few days ago when a team from his workplace was sent to investigate his longtime absence. It's unclear why Vimlesh's family didn't want to accept the fact that he had passed away. The Times of India reports that they took his body to another hospital for a second opinion. Yeah. Is this guy dead? And even when doctors there confirmed his death, they still took his corpse back home and treated it like uh, it was in a coma. Uh, it was there, he was a coma patient. We need a third opinion. That might wake up one day. The family was ready to give the man his last rites. But first they put an oximeter on one of his fingers and it showed a pulse and the oxygen level in his blood. They decided he was still alive. Yeah. They canceled the funeral. I mean, they got it on Amazon. Uh, one thing is for sure, though, Vimlesh Sankar's family lived with his dead body in the same house for a year and a half, genuinely thinking that he was in a coma and would one day wake up. His wife, his parents, his brothers, and their families. They actually liked it better this way. All of whom lived in the same house, took care of him, cleaning his body with a Dettol disinfectant three times a day, changing his clothes daily and leaving the air conditioning on 24 hours a day. Yeah. The shocking discovery of Vimlesh Sonkar's body was made by a team of his office uh, that checked on why he was absent for work. Uh, despite the care provided by members of his family, the 35-year-old man's body had deteriorated severely since his death, with one eyewitness describing it as a mummy with the flesh dried up on the bones. Oh, my God. That and they were seem- hoping he'd, he'd come out of this quote-unquote coma. Yeah. That didn't seem to give the family any clues. Yeah. and uh, His head fell off. Police were notified about the situation, and Vimlesh's body was once again taken to the hospital where his death was once again confirmed. After this, his family finally agreed to have his body cremated. All right. And the police said there was no crime committed, so yeah. nobody's going to be held accountable for anything, really. Casey, I have a programming question. Yeah. Are we going... Is our interview at 8.15? It's at 8.15. What do we need to do We here? should probably break sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, you got another... We're juggling a lot. Story. Yeah. One more story? Oh. At least one story. Bizarre file. Or you take it straight through, Case. What do you... Th- no. No. Okay. All right. Okay. You're, you're the, uh, you're the I, head honcho. I apologize, gang. We only get one more story, so let's make it a... Do you want to extend the last story you were telling? No. Let's make this a good one. Uh, a Florida reporter captured viewers' attention Wednesday when the condom on her microphone <laughs> flashed on the screen during an outdoor hurricane broadcast. It was great. And so, obviously, a condom. NBC2's uh, Kayla Gaylor was reporting on Hurricane Ian's landfall from a parking lot in Fort Myers, Florida, when viewers became distracted by the bulbous rubber casing on her microphone. <laughs> Gaylor quickly defended the practice on her Instagram story. She said, a lot of people are asking, what is on my microphone? She said, it is what you think it is. It's a condom. It helps protect the gear. You can't get these mics wet. There's a lot of wind and a lot of rain, so we got to do what we got to do, and that is... Put a condom on the microphone. So she did. You think it would muffle the sound, right? The thing is, it's got the reservoir tip on yeah. it. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have just looked like a plastic bag or something on it. But, yeah, those things are form-fitting, and I right. can see how it would work. But, um, yeah, they managed to <laughs> hear her clearly, and she had a rubber on the microphone. And that's what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Sorry to keep it short, gang. Uh, you got less than 10 minutes to enter the word show. That's our You Who Loot uh, word. Uh, so make sure you do that now, S-H-O-W, show. And uh, as we are taking a break, I want to give away a case of Trogue's Lucky Holler Hazy IPA. Holler! Caller number 15, 215-263-WMMR. It's a Hoppy Hazy Harvest Ale. 
uh, delivering bright waves of pineapple, juicy citrus, and ripe passion fruit. It's so good, you'll want to holler. You can pick up a six-pack today at your local Acme market. When we return, uh, actress and singer Adina Menzel will be joining us along with her sister. we got other guests and stuff going on today. Stick with us. The new and improved MMR app is out. It's faster, better organized, yet fully customizable to your liking. Start poking around now. Fans of the Preston and Steve show, put their show page right up top. See the latest Preston and Steve t-shirt designs in the rock shop. Watch daily rush videos. Or want to hear Preston and Steve podcasts first? Totally your call. Look for Marissa's App Hack videos to get the ultimate user experience. So update your app now and then customize it to make the new MMR app your app. See, I'm always kind of hesitant to play a piece of music that our guests have heard a gazillion times. I know. When you introduce them, but I how can I not? Uh, this is, this is you know, legendary as is one of our guests coming up, both of them in a way, but we, yes. we could kind of have to. So I apologize, but... I did it. There you go. Uh, we are excited, actually, to have these guests on. Please welcome sisters Kara and Adina Menzel to the program today. Morning, guys. I didn't, hear the, I didn't hear the music, though. What was the song? What was this iconic song you played? <laughs> you don't know? It was... Um, it was A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You didn't even play it. <laughs> no. That uh, was... That, by the way, that's my favorite weather forecast. It was like, he's like, it's just going to suck. <laughs> let's, let's be straight. I'm not, a, I'm not a meteorologist, but, you know. Not going to no. sugarcoat it. No, nope, yeah. not at all. Sugarcoating. Hey, uh, congratulations uh, to you two on collaborating for the first time on a book together. That's got to be pretty cool. It was awesome. Thank we've, you. We've, uh, we've wanted to work together for a long time. And then it ended up being the silver lining for us during the pandemic. You know, um, I had this idea and I came to her and then she was teaching a, a pod. Thank God. She was, I, she came in, she lives in Boulder, Colorado. I was in LA. She came in during the pandemic, moved nearby, um, rented a house with a pool. And then me and my mommy friends brought five of our kids <laughs> over to Kara and said, take them and teach them off the computer. And they would jump in the pool in between math and science. Yeah. And because she's a, I didn't say she's a, a elementary school teacher. And it was like, it saved our lives, the moms. We didn't care about the kids. We just <laughs> preserved our sanity. Often they had a, they had a whole like coffee clutch social thing going on outside the classroom. They would stay in chat, and then I would have the kids in the. <laughs> well, listen, that's the, the whole thing, and I love the idea of the book, which is a loud mouse, and it's about. Um, I think uh, this is something I think is very key and critical to uh, kids. Um, you know, finding out, or at least finding out who you are, finding your voice, finding out where you fit into things. And Stanley Kubrick, the great director years ago, said if you could find something that a, a child was interested in and, and foster that and encourage that, you know, it would release more energy than a nuclear reactor, you know. And the, But it's it's hard sometimes to to find that thing. And so, uh, Dina, you had obviously this gift. And, and Carrie, you had your, your, your teacher. But finding where you fit in the world is mm -hmm. is uh, something that a lot of people don't know quite how to do and that and and I was just thinking about this the other day like is that is that the right expectation that we that we should have one thing and we should find it I mean I understand that we should have something that we nurture right, right? but 
But why does everybody have to, you know, everybody doesn't have to be like me, seven years old, and like, I want to be on Broadway, you know? <laughs> most we, people are searching and figuring it out. And we and, always ask kids, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it's like, well, how do they know what, what? they want to be? It's, a, know, daunt, it's and, a daunting question yeah, to say and, to somebody in, in school, say, what would you like to be for the next 50 years? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yes, and then they might be like radio host. And it's like, <laughs> well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not so sure about that. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, and then here we are. I'm 48, publishing a children's book for the first time. That wasn't, I wasn't planning on that when I was, you know, 10 or even <laughs> even 25. So um, I love the idea that kids can just be excited and be curious about many things um, and perhaps even nurture many things. And, and, yeah, and I feel like uh, we cut each other off a lot because <laughs> we're sisters. And I cut her off more because I'm the older sister and I'm a little bossier. But um, I like um, the idea of just as long as people pursue their passion and do what they love, that mm-hmm. that will sort of take them on the uh, the right path, you know? You know, and, it, co- it comes down to, though, I think at a certain point, is, 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 some people are timid to, to say, mm-hmm. I think I want to do this. Uh-huh. And it's also yeah. also to change. You know, my my trajectory, and we'll, we'll tell the, a lot of times the interns that are with us, you will be shocked. If you were to just jump five years into the future, you'd be shocked at where things are and how things change. And so exactly. to leave that open, but also, I, I think, Adina, I was reading an interview where you mentioned this. You also are afraid of, yeah, am I looking like a show-off because I think I want to be this, you know, I can be a singer, I can be this. And, and yeah. there's all these different things you're trying to juggle, and that's the difference. Yeah, and I think that's actually something I contend with even now. Maybe it's because we're women. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure men uh, feel that way, too, but... Um, that's sort of apologizing for your bigness and your literal or figurative voice. Um, so, yeah, it's something I maybe um, uh, subconsciously I wrote it as a children's book. But it, it, like in many things that I do, Elphaba and Elsa is these wonderful young characters. And I'm asked to be a role model and sing these incredibly iconic songs about empowerment. And I'm still at my age, still trying to get myself out of bed sometimes and figure it out. <laughs> so I look at these uh, not only as these gifts, uh, career, professional, you know, milestones, but also um, as just these beautiful little reminders every day for myself. Like if you're going to sit there and talk to some young kids about this, you better, you know, walk, walk, walk the, the walk. Walk the walk. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, well, the the description of the uh, of the book of Loud Mouse uh, talks about a, a young mouse named D who loves to sing and has very supportive sister. So therein is this <laughs> your guy's story in a sense? Yeah, is it autobiographical? Yeah. <laughs> were we were we mice when we were little? Yeah. <laughs> we like them being mice because kids can see themselves in these animals in any way and not have to you know like when it's an actual illustration of an actual human being, then it's specific to those. That, that look and that aesthetic, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Kara's always been so supportive of me. Um, our sequel is going to be Proud Mouse, which is going to be more about her and growing up in the shadow of an annoying sister. You know, it's the little sister who goes to school for the first time and all the teachers are saying, you know, um, are you like your sister? Do you sing like your sister? Are you loud like your sister? Do you play tennis like your sister? And this little girl's like, wait a minute, I was excited to go to school. So are, are you Are you literally saying, Adina, Adina, Adina? 
Like, uh, Marsha, yeah. Marsha. <laughs> well, particularly when, you know, when you're the younger sister, so somebody has actually come before you. Right. right. So it's yeah. not, I mean, it's one thing when your sister is Adina Menzel. It's also just another thing when you have an older sibling. Um, so it's I true. think people can relate but to I've that. always been really protective of her in that way as well um, I've told a story before on stage that um, you know when she was pregnant with my nephew um, I heard her singing to him a lot and not pregnant oh yeah you'd sing to him when you were pregnant but also <laughs> when she, when he was born and she was um, holding him and, and lulling him to sleep um, that and I heard her this beautiful voice and I hadn't really heard her sing before and most people had just focused on me and so she kind of like you know um, hid that and I felt a lot of um, guilt about that because huh. I thought well if we had put in that much attention and voice lessons into Kara maybe you know her she would have uh, felt differently about um, singing so right. and that's I think that's where the timid piece you mentioned earlier comes in a little bit because I think mostly. Mostly I didn't go down that road because I was just, it was so clearly something that D that D had in a very special way. And I was thrilled by it. I mean, I, I literally, even now when I see her perform on stage or whatever, it's, it's, um, it's fulfilling in a way I can't describe. Probably the way a lot of fans, super fans feel, <laughs> but, but even more so for me because the love comes from like the deepest place. Um, but then, uh, I think there probably was a subconscious part of me that's like, I don't, I don't want to be near that in, in a, um, I don't want to be adjacent in a competitive way or, right. or yeah. even in a, I don't want to put myself in a position to be compared. Yeah, right? There's plenty right. of other room in the, in the universe for things that I can do and be good at. And, um, so I always think about like the Baldwin family or the, yeah. you know, these, these people are, the whole family is in <laughs> acting or whatever. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's a lot. It like I just, lot. You know. Yeah, well, it's like my son, you know, everyone's always like, does he sing? Does he dance? Is it not that I'm a dancer, but his dad's a really good dancer. Um, and, and he wants nothing to do with it right now. I mean, yeah. he's uh, all basketball, all writing, like poetry and raps. And that's the, that's his creative outlet. But like, he does not want to associate himself with that lane right now. And I think it's just because he's trying to carve out his own identity. Right. And I believe that when they're doing like West Side Story, and there's a really cute girl auditioning for the play. <laughs> It'll all change. Yeah. 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 Then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I think I do have a boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you have to you have to raise them all, you know, as as individuals. You can't like, well, this is what my oldest did, so this is what the, the middle child's going to do. I know, but I'm a singer. I want to sing in the car with my kid and harmonize. So I bribe him. I'm like, I'll give you 20 bucks. <laughs> it's fun. So I have uh, I have three children. My my oldest is a junior in high school right now. And, and listen, Broadway is a huge thing for us and my, so my oldest loves the theater you know she's in a play right now for her school and like she's oh man here's the deal they were gonna her favorite is newsies and they were going to do newsies this uh -huh. year and then they do she goes on all girls school so it was all it's basically <laughs> all boys but they listen they did anastasia cool. last year and they only had one boy in, or, yeah yeah non-binary i mean we're you know we're all about that right now um right? but uh sorry and, and so 
the um, I was I, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, I, distracted yeah. <laughs> I was holding a toothpick in my hand. <laughs> he's, he's, waving, he's waving around dental floss. I'm like, we're doing an interview. Right now. Uh, whatever. <laughs> um, but but she is a she's a talented singer. And then my my youngest daughter is also a talented singer, but she's not the same. Like, and they're also different types of singers. Like my older is a Broadway-ish, you know, music theater singer, and then the younger one is more like popular music. But she's a little bit more yeah. timid. But you know. I can't wish things for my youngest that, you know, my oldest is doing. And you just kind of have to let them be their own person. You let it does go. She write, yeah. Does she, yeah. Yeah. So, so I've never heard that before. Does she, um, does she write your youngest? Does she play an instrument or write music for herself? Or well, like so that? we have we have a piano in our house that is uh, over 100 years old and completely and totally out of tune. Uh, and I hear her in the so she loves Harry Styles so now she's like you can hear her playing uh, you know you? by uh, yeah. <laughs> you ever hear that guy uh, but like she just plays by ear so she can just kind of you know she's just kind of playing along and stuff like oh, that but tune for yeah. her, Dad. Yeah. You know what? I, I looked into it. The, the piano people are like, dude, it's not even worth it. Just throw it away. Really? Yeah. Yes. You're right. Yeah. Oh. Buy a new one. Buy okay, a new well, one, they, they yeah. said. Then yeah. get her a keyboard. Then get her a keyboard. Because yeah. I really, you know, I was uh, trained from an early age, and I've spent a lot of my older age trying to be untrained. I I envy a lot of the kids that sort of just play, and they write their music, and um, as a, as singers and as artists, they, they come to they find their their things sooner, um, their style, their sort of you know individuality. Whereas my versatility was my curse a lot of times, and people didn't know how to like put me in a box, and that makes their job a little bit more difficult. So anyway, just anything to sort of like um, encapsulate her personality and the things she's feeling, and if she's playing, and it, it kind of takes someone that's a little bit more timid. It takes them out of it from standing on the front of a room and feeling like they, they have to be seen like that she can be with the piano right. and yeah uh, yeah, I wanted just to ask. Tell her to, just tell her to read the book because we just yeah. want. <laughs> Come on, man. We just want both of your daughters to just honestly just feel. Um, what do we like to say? To be their best, boldest selves. Right. Yes. To be loud and brave, and to just um, to just uh, share their gift with yeah, the world. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, aside from the book, Adina, I did want to ask you a question because I saw the teaser for uh, Disenchanted, uh, the sequel to oh, yeah. Enchanted. And uh-huh. please tell me you're going to sing in this movie because the first one, I couldn't believe you didn't sing a note in a movie that had loads of great songs in it. I, <laughs> um, I do. I have this awesome song. Stephen Schwartz and Alan Menken wrote, like, the Song of Songs for me, and um, it's incredible. And... Um, I hope I hope you like it. It's pretty awesome. But Excellent. I do remember I do remember Enchanted, and I remember her being so excited that they wanted her to be an actress. Uh, not I sing. figured as and much. Not yeah. Sing. yeah. So yeah. that was really that was exciting. And then honestly, then they got so much flack for that that they wrote James Marsden and myself um, a song because they felt badly. And then it, we shot it, and then they just cut it. Anyway. Oh, it's gotta oh, kill man. you. It's gotta <laughs> kill you. Well, uh, we, we get it in the new one, so there's a, yes, there's a sequel awesome. coming out. Well, listen, we know you guys got to run. Thank you so much. You guys so are nice wonderful. To hang with you. Great to Thank hang with you guys. You. The book is Thank called you. Loud Mouse, and it is available on BarnesandNoble.com right now. Thank you to Kara and Adina right. Menzel. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. All right, we'll see you soon. Love it. I love this song. I still, I still love this song. Uh, you know what? I love also the story about. Why? How it became that way? Um, they were looking to the, the songwriters, the husband and wife duo. Um, they said 
they saw the character and, I, and I, I, they just said in, a, in like a flash they said instead of being like the wounded bird it's like the hell with it yeah, yeah. and I'm that a badass. right yeah. right yeah i love that that's a great tune uh so that was cool to have them on uh we have uh, more guests who are going to be joining us hang on though we have a quick uh phone call to go to and i believe uh we're going to somebody named charlie hey uh charlie you there yeah, I'm here. Oh, excellent. Charlie, uh, to what do we owe the Who's honor? Charlie? <laughs> to what do we owe the honor of this phone call, sir? I just won $1,000. Ah! Yeah. You gotta be kidding! Now, did you just, are you just coming out of a casino or something? Or how did you win this money? <laughs> oh, no. I've been texting for probably the past. Uh, as long as this has been running, I've been trying to take oh, oh, that's awesome. Finally, distance paid finally off. Got that call. Yeah, he's our Yoohoo Loot winner. So uh, that's awesome. Charlie, where are you from? From Gloucester City, New Jersey. Uh, but, um, you know. I'm always around in the Mummers in the Quaker City Spring Bay and out of uh, Quaker oh, Philadelphia. Excellent. Uh, well, Jackie's going to be happy to hear that a fellow Mummer won. Uh, all right, buddy. Listen, thank you for listening. Thank you for playing. You can stop texting now because, Charlie, we have $1,000 for you. Congratulations, bud. Thanks a lot. Have Excellent. a good one. You That's too. All right. Yeah. That's how you do it. You who loot. And it's sponsored by Horizon, and our next chance is coming up at 10 a.m. So don't miss the uh, the word, and uh, we'll tell you how to enter it and do all that stuff. So, all right. So now we have some time. And uh, What the hell do you do now when you have time? Yeah. You sing a song. Oh. That's what you do. <laughs> Stay alive. Uh, no, I have a question for you guys. Would you, do you want to... Because this will probably be our only opportunity to uh, chit-chat. We have some guests uh, the rest of the program. Uh, so, do you want the connoisseur? I really want waffles. Or do you want the junk drawer? Oh, I'm leaving it up to you guys. I'm, I'm going to have, have you vote. Steve wow. says junk drawer. You know why? Because uh, I think uh, sometimes at the beginning of the week, I like the uh, a connoisseur. Oh, really? So, yeah. save that sometimes, for next yeah. week? Yeah. Oh. Okay. You, you disagree, Case? Well, I just, I'm sort of like a uh, you, traditional you, you guy, and, and yeah. Preston usually does it on Friday. So I was expecting connoisseur. Tradition. Yeah. Tradition. Tradition. Uh, Nick and Kathy don't care. They're, they're looking down, <laughs> and they don't care. Correct. They're not they're just, they can't believe they're stuck on the show. Well, no. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have a weakness. And yeah. it's food. And yeah. it's food. Yeah, I know. And, and so it's... All right, convince me. I'm, I'm open. Steve, I got one word for you. Yeah. Waffles. Yeah. Oh. He sold me. You did. Yeah. <laughs> sold. Right. He knows Kathy. my weakness. My Achilles heel is waffles. It's, yeah. a, it's a majority. It doesn't matter anymore. Kathy doesn't count. Right, I just want to talk about, like, girl stuff. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll find is something... someone's hand flowing town? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, mm. no. You guys will know. When I'll find something uh, girly uh, in oh. the connoisseur, if you will. Got my bell, please. Oh, I can I borrow your oh, bell? Yes, I'm sorry. That's right. Steve's got two bells. All right, here we go. Two brass bells. <laughs> two brass bells. All right. Uh, let's see. Where are we going to start? Oh, I didn't get my Mr. Announcer. It's time Thank for you. the <laughs> I threw him his bell and he's ready to go. All right. Is yeah. It... <laughs> I'm going to see if I can find something girly in here. Ooh, Kathy. some feminine food. I don't think... Lady fingers. I don't think there there's is. Nothing like, there's no like tacos. Cheese plates or wine. I was thinking cheese plate salad. Sal- if there is... Salad balls. Salad, salad balls. balls. Oh, my God. Uh, Let me look. I, I don't think I Well, can. you have some snooze about stuff that's going... That's uh, local, too. That's almost city beatish. I have a few things. A couple of things. Let's start with that. Maybe local, uh, we'll but find hang, something feminine. Hang on a second here. I just want to see. Yeah, there's no... Something pretty. 
Yes, I'm looking for it. I feel okay, here you go. Okay. Planet Smoothies featuring avocado. Huh? Oh, my God. And three new creamy I smoothies. I love this. I love it. Love. Avo Loco, Pino Paradise, and Nutty Avocado. Yes. Where is this? All three are participating Planet Smoothies for a limited time. I've never I been to know. a Planet Smoothie. Either have I. I've never even heard of it. I just wanted to bring it up because it kind of fit into the category. It did. Okay. Uh, I've also now, never been there. Order up. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, the Eagles are taking a chapter out of the Sixers playbook for the rest of this season and upcoming years. They've struck a deal with Wendy's to give fans free small Frosties whenever the team keeps an opponent to zero <laughs> points through the first quarter. When when, oh. the, when the Sixers do this at Sixers game, listen, the Sixers are a good team, an exciting team, a lot of fun to watch. I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen crowd participation like you see at the Wendy's Frosty Freeze Out in the, in the second half. It's great. People go nuts for it. It's mm. it's such a brilliant promotion well, by Wendy's. Well, they give it to the whole section, right? Yeah. No, no, the, the whole, whole stadium. stadium. Everybody oh, the, wins, oh. yeah. yeah. And yeah. my, I went to a game last year with, with Ben and my dad, and my dad got so into the Frosty Freeze Out. He was like, and it's, I don't know, you save a dollar the next day or whatever on a Frosty. Is, like, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, you know what? The Flyers did that several years ago with um, birth control pills. No, with Chick-fil-A oh. or something like that. And, and it had to be, I think, four goals or something, something like yeah, that. Yeah. And everybody gets a free sandwich, a, a, yeah, some Whatever. kind of a big discount. And and the guys that were around me were going, "Come on, yeah. man, yeah. one more!" <laughs> it's crazy. Wasn't man. there a business that went under with one of these promotions? Um, not here, but somewhere. No, there, there was a mattress company where the guy, <sighs> yes. uh, I forget what the, he does what the, it every it was year, Super Bowl. Yeah, but he, he he basically hedges his bets as well. Yes, he's he got some, insurance. Yeah, he's got some kind of backup, but he's filthy rich yeah. and can afford to do it. So, all right. Anyway, notably, the promotion applies uh, to both home games and away games. Now that's different. Whereas the Sixers deal with Wendy's only uh, uh, covers uh, home games. So fans who have here, here's how you get it: fans who have downloaded the official Eagles mobile app will be able to redeem. They're free small frosty the day after the game by showing the in-app offer at participating Wendy's locations in uh, the tri-state region. I love frosties. Me too. Can you I get do it, too. Can you get into an Eagles game without the app at this point? Don't aren't they all ticketless and paperless? That's a good question. I think so, but I, I've only used it on my phone. So, so what do you know. present them the phone and they tear it in half and oh, then you go in? Yeah, the they worst. give you half. <laughs> You can use the Ticketmaster app and not the Eagles app. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Yes. So you you can't get in there with a paper ticket. I don't think so. Unless you go to the, unless you go to the the box office and they print you out and ticket. redeem it. Okay, it's like interesting. I yeah. Listen, the um, I don't like it. It's no. such a pain in the butt. Yeah. But what if you have world, just a landline? You know what, guys? It's the world we live in. I know. Everybody has apps. Just download them. Yeah, but like there there are a lot of people who are um, not as tech savvy, <laughs> and when you get behind them in line, you're like, oh god. <laughs> Casey, my parents. I had to walk. My seats are in. All the way on the other side. I had to walk to the front of the stadium and down two levels to get my parents in. There has because to be. They just don't know how to do it. There has to be some sort of of, of option, yeah, because that's uh, that's just flat out not fair. It, then you're now be, beholding to if you're one of these people. Yeah, yep. if you're one of these people who does not want to purchase a smartphone, yeah. you should not be able to f- be forced to be uh, agree in order to attend an event. Have it. You should have an option. Make it, you know, a five hundred to a thousand dollar purchase that you don't want to make. And on, I have said piece of equipment time and time again. Like now, like the technology exists. If you you know you go to Disney World, you get a bracelet that gets you in to the park. It, it pays for your concessions right. and all that. I feel like, you know, we're, we're, we have an, an amazing opportunity for Eagles games, Phillies games, Sixers games, Flyers games. 
just to put your everything on a, a wristband, and and you could even turn it into part of the entertainment, right? If the wristband lights up, like if you go to a Coldplay concert, yeah. like, you know, everybody in the stand in the crowd has a wristband that lights up. And yeah, but the problem is, is, is Disney. Yeah, Disney puts that money into the price of your, your ticket, astronomically right. high ticket. So yeah. ticket prices will have to go up. And also for Disney, you wear it for days, for yeah. however long you're there at the game. It would just be one and then toss. No, 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 no. Your your bracelet would. Yeah, but you're talking for the season. So I'm, I'm talking for right, season for ticket se- holders. Okay, and, season the, ticket holders. See, for season ticket holders, the, you know. So if you buy your ticket uh, on the secondary market, no, you don't get a bracelet. So of the eighty thousand people in the stands, maybe sixty thousand are going to have the bracelet, which is also still going to look think pretty 60, cool. Sixty thousand have season, season ticket tickets? holders? No uh, way. I'd, be, I'd like to I'd like to get a, an estimate of how and many all, people are actually season ticket holders. Also, season ticket holders are not going to every game. They're selling their tickets. Well, that's why games. I said, like, I, I think I of eighty thousand. I feel like three quarters of the people that go to these games is. I think that's a safe number. You've gone around and asked. Well, yeah. I would say if you're a season <laughs> ticket member and you're not going to the games, then give up your tickets. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But I think to defend, you can um, get uh, the Ticketmaster. You can get a PDF, so you can print out the ticket. Right. So, okay. like, okay. Uh, Casey, when we do our Bud Light events and we give away tickets every week, we email the P- a PDF of the ticket. So you can go in with a paper ticket for some people. But the other part, the aspect of, Kathy, of this of the, the wristband is that you can actually uh, make it a profit because, like, uh, other, like, you can use the person's, like, information as, you know, uh, like, to essentially sell to sell it. Yeah. So people like, okay, here we go. Got a story. <laughs> we're talking about food. Right? I, know. Well, uh, I know, I know. It was yeah. a legit conversation, yeah. but I realized we're doing yeah. the connoisseur segment. We'll carry it on. You guys do carry on the conversation on our Spanish channel. <laughs> yeah, the Spanish yeah, yeah, we do. A lot of people Le Presidencia Show. All right. Uh, here's another uh, local story. Uh, Uptown Beer Garden mm. uh, is, they've, they've had a Halloween makeover. So it's Center City's largest beer garden. Uh, they're paying tribute to the classics of Halloween, followed by the main beer garden, uh, where things get a little strange, as in stranger things. Oh, they're doing a stranger things yeah, thing? They're, they're calling it uh, Uptown, Upside Down. Marissa showed me some pictures. It's badass. Uh, you can look for Demogorgons, uh, Demodogs, Vecna, and Vecna's victims, plus iconic scenes, concepts, characters, and specialty sculpted monsters. Wow. That, this is impressive. That will transport you into a world inspired by stranger things. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, at the bar, look for show-inspired cocktails, and you can listen for a complete playlist that will also include songs each hour from the show. And, Kathy, is this in uh, fall activities? No, no, no. I, they, they were in last year's uh, holiday activities, but what, what I was going to say is uh, now is a good time to go because it was great during Christmas time, but it's freezing. They have, like, the uh, the heaters, but it's cold in there. So uh, fall, I would say, is a great time to go. So uh, it's family-friendly uh, for Halloween this year. It means uh, children and teens are welcome when accompanied by their parents or legal guardian, except for Fridays and Saturdays after 8 p.m. Um, and it's one of six major Halloween attractions that uh, there's this PR uh, company, Aversa, that's doing this year. Uh, and a lot of those are uh, Halloween uh, bars, restaurants, and beer gardens and stuff. So That's yeah. pretty wild. I mean, yeah. we're looking at some of the stuff. It's, it looks yeah. fantastic. Yeah. 
I love it. Um, Taqueria Amor in Maniunk is doing a Stranger Things theme as well. They do uh, a whole uh, Grinch and, and lights during the holiday season. They light up the whole facade of the um, of the building in Maniunk, but uh, they're now doing a Halloween one as well. And they're I'm doing down with this. Stranger, Thi- Stranger Things theme as well. My decorations it. are starting to go up around the house. I complete oh, my yeah. video. Yeah, I feel like maybe... It's um, a massive undertaking. Since it's going to rain, I'm not going to be able to do outside, but do, I'll be able to do I'll do, do my staging. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Order up. Next order. Uh, TikTok. Listen, I, I do have to admit I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not a TikToker. No. Uh, but I do read about cool food stuff that comes up quite a bit on uh, TikTok. This is not one of them. <laughs> uh, there's a TikTok user who has shared a recipe for carnivore crack, she calls it. Okay. So uh, they're narcotics as well. A dish that involves sprinkling bacon into melted butter and letting it harden. Yeah. Uh, Courtney, did we have you so far? I'm I'm down with anything melted into butter. Courtney (laughs) lives with uh, what she refers to as a carnivore diet and makes animal-based food choices. Uh, The video is uh, over like 800,000 views, and it has TikTok uh, viewers divided. Uh, uh, Some of them uh, were, uh, you know, reacting in disgust, and other people seemed... Uh, concerned about the person's health. Yeah, that looks disgusting. It yeah, does, does it, though? It lo- you're, you're basically eating sticks of butter. Yeah, it um, looks like... Um, are you eating this? Uh, yeah, uh, it looks like peanut brittle. Yeah. Oh, I don't Oh, I do thought that. it was like Never you mind. could put it spread on a sandwich it. or something. Yeah, all right. That no. made more sense where if you had bacon, sort of bacon-infused butter that yeah, you were spreading yeah. on things, this is basically, as Preston said, it's like... Butter peanut brittle. Are you like, sure this isn't just like a joke that, they're, and they're kind of uh, no. The, according the, to this person, the cardiologist who recommends this. <laughs> says, what I'm saying is, they're probably is this like to get back at the vegetarians who always post about be, not yeah. eating meat. Right. <laughs> uh, what you could do is you could take that uh, that bacon butter when it's when it's frozen solid like that and like put it on top of a baked potato. There you go. Yeah, that I would do that in there, as a know? topping. I'm, but I'm to sit right there in front that. of the TV and say, what are you eating there? Yeah. Hardened butter with bacon in it? Uh, <laughs> you know, Press, I saw something the other day. It wasn't TikTok, but it was like that. It was a, it was a reel. And I know you love pickles, but this guy, what he did is uh, he took basically like a, a cupcake tray and sprayed it with some Pam. And then he put the in the bottom of the cupcakes uh, just some cheddar cheese. On top of that, a sliced pickle. Okay. And then on top of the sliced pickle, put cheese and then bacon bits on top of that and then stuck it in the oven. And then he basically had these like cheesy pickle bites. Ooh, okay. So would he... The, pick, the, he the would cheese melt was it, hard. And then you would have hard. to let it cool yeah. uh, afterwards. I like the sound I know. Of that. I know. I like the sound of that. Oh, yeah. The only thing I would do a little bit differently is I would chuck uh, some breadcrumbs in there. Yeah, that'd be good, too. Mm-hmm. All right, Case. I'm on board. Damn. Uh, okay, how about this? The dragon's breath pepper is so spicy. <laughs> I forgot to hit the button. Yeah, damn it. It's so spicy that it is showcased in a sealed container. And Kelly Joel Myers can tell you firsthand how spicy it is as he ate three of them last weekend. Myers is the winner of this year's Easton Farmer's Market Pepper Eating Contest. So does it sit at the top of the Scoville scale? Uh, it is 10 contestants participated in total. Myers won after the 11th round. Uh, it's one of those that's ridiculously. Okay. Nick can probably look it up. Oh, um, my God. Dragon's Breath. What is it? What? Its rating is nearly 2.5 million Scoville heat. I mean, like at that point, like, what, who cares? Well, can that it, hurt it's, you? It's, like, yes. I think it, yeah, absolutely. I think it, unless your system, and we've had, we had a, a former intern who had the ability to eat these things without any effect. But I think at a certain point, if you're eating it raw, like mm-hmm. something of this level, that, that that could be lethal. Also, can it affect your taste buds? Like, can it damage them? 
That's a good question. I don't know. I bet it can damage your stomach and your... Yeah, yeah. that's, that's you what know? I'm thinking. Just because you're not <clears throat> reacting to it doesn't mean it's not blowing yeah. out your O-ring. But <laughs> your butthole is really... Let's get... Let's, Let's get, get real. Get real. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there are some people that are that are that have such a high tolerance; it's almost an immunity. They're like uh, mutants yeah. to yeah. those super hot spices. It's crazy. They're like Logan, but mm. with uh, an ability to tolerate hot peppers. Um, the tiebreaker rounds included Carolina Reapers and Dragon's Breath peppers. Uh, Myers, who goes by Hot Pepper Boy on YouTube, <laughs> I shared the full video of the competition. I watched. Um, I think it was Rain Wilson. Uh, had this uh, special on uh, Netflix. I think it was called We Are Champions. Yes. And he took these strange competitions and, and this did, was one of them? documentaries. And, and I, it had to have been at the same event, but it was a pepper eating thing like that, like a national championship. And it was crazy to watch these people down all these peppers. And even they were being affected by them, you could tell. How does, I mean, at a certain point, and it, maybe, it, maybe we're just overthinking it, but you would think that something that, Costing that hot would have to do some damage to your internal. So apparently organs. it doesn't. Uh, I'm just reading it here. It doesn't cause any long term dangers, um, and it, it can numb the taste buds, but it doesn't uh, cause lasting damage to them. And what does it do to your butthole? This is saying <laughs> that it doesn't. It's not. In most cases, they're not finding that there's any sort of lasting damage to wow, the stomach wow. either. All right, that's Why? amazing. I would not have thought that. I mean, I, I know I sweat when I eat spicy things, yes. like really spicy. Why does it make you sweat? And your well, nose runs. Yeah. Your no, all these things I mean, happen. Yeah, oh, I the mean, worst. The worst is that when when someone when you think someone gets it on their hands uh-huh. and wipes their eyes and forgets that they've yeah. done that. Yeah, because there's or there's goes no, to the bathroom. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I've had that happen after uh, cutting up uh, peppers. I don't love uh, spicy food at all. Um, Serrano peppers to me are spicy. I don't know if you guys think they are or not, Mm, but um, I used to put them in guacamole. And I realized every time I was making it, I had like a patch on my face that would get super red. And the doctor said that they think it was from me scratch, like one time probably touch my face or scratch my face. But then every time I made it, it would pop back back up. I'm a pepper wimp. Serranos, jalapenos, even those low-level ones, they're they're hot. They're they're borderline yeah. too hot. I find no me. enjoyment in them whatsoever. Habanero, forget it. I, I, yeah. I don't even try. Oh, that's surprising that you're... Yeah. I would, no. Because you're such a foodie. Yeah. I like pickled jalapenos, but like fresh jalapenos, no way. Oof. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, hot. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's hot. It's <laughs> so hot. Listen to that guy. He's not G- making any Wilder. sense at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's do another story. Uh, let's see. Taco Lover. The Taco Lover's Pass is coming back to Taco Bell October 4th. And the pass allows rewards members to redeem a signature taco every day for 30 consecutive days for $10. Well, that seems... So, I, we've had so many Taco Bell stories that I, I, I think know. the last time mm-hmm. I ate Taco Bell was in college. You know what? They, like, I want to try it again. Kathy, they built one nearby me, yeah. and I've re-entered the Taco and Bell phase because good? I've only got, like, two it's choices good. of fast food. And if I do need to get something quick, I have, I've been ducking into uh, to Taco Bell. And I got to say, for me personally, uh, the Burrito Supreme is just perfect. It's so good. for you. Yeah, right. it's, it's exactly what I need. Do I mean, s- I know it's not real good no. Mexican food. But it gets the job. It done. doesn't matter. Yeah. Do they still have the gordito crunch? 
You know what? Uh, I don't know because I, I had another. Actually, here's another Taco Bell story. Oh, hey. <laughs> See? <All right. laughs> Taco Bell is bringing back a legendary food item. You get to pick which one. Oh. Uh, you can vote for the return of the double decker taco. Mm. Remember when Shaquille O'Neal was the Spencer guy? Yes. The sports yeah. person with yeah. that double decker taco. Uh, or the Enchirito. What's that? Which I, don't I, that I don't remember. Oh. I, I assume it's an enchilada and a burrito. Yeah. Yeah. How about the Colonosco? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I, I should try Taco Bell sometime. Never had it? No. I should probably... Uh... Shut up. <laughs> Do you, by the way, cheesy gordita crunch up here on the, according to the graphic that I think kind of... That looks like there. a double-decker double taco. Right. 500, no, no. 500 calories. Not that Not bad. Not that bad. If you eat three of them, it's, you know... This is 1,500. You can go home and take a huge dump. The mm. double-decker taco, though, uh, they don't... Um, it's refried beans that do the uh, the flour. It's the glue. Your, yeah, that's the glue. Between yep. the flour the and What's the, the glue uh, in my food? Strong yeah. stuff. Right. <laughs> Thank you. It yeah. keeps uh, your anus accurate. from sliding out. Do you, are you, uh, you keep going with the Taco Bell stuff or you have an, um, an uh, No, that's, so, um, <laughs> the handheld double-decker taco <laughs> is a hybrid soft and crunchy shell and the plated <laughs> enchirito Features beef, classic red sauce, and shredded a cheddar cheese. By the way, just right. a quick observation, Nick, before you, yeah. we, we change here. Uh, I, I agree with you, Preston. When I was a kid, I despised Taco Bell uh, because my father thought that the best way to bring me into Taco Bell was to, because in- I loved hamburgers, and the thing was to, was to introduce me to what they used to call the Bell Beefy, which was just taco meat on a bun. And I'm like, this is horrible. And then I finally had it and had it the right way. And it is, it is, I don't care what it, what the health level is. I don't care. It's really good. Well, I had really good non-fast food uh, Mexican the other night, and I wanted to recommend this place because, Kathy, you love margaritas. Yeah, where is it? And I I don't quite know how to pronounce it. It's X-O-L-O. I think that's Sholo Tacos. But, uh, Steve, it's in Bryn Mawr, right near the firehouse. Oh, and, oh yeah. Oh, I think I've seen this place. Yeah, it's is a it small, new? It's it, new. No, well, it's not. I, I don't know. It's not new. It's okay. been around for a while. But I, I had never been until recently. Really great margaritas, Kathy, and really good, like, um, non-fast food Mexican-style place. Wait, oh, right. it's, it's not in Suburban Square, is there? No, is no, it? no. It's right near the firehouse. It's okay. on, a, like, a little side street as you're working your way off of 30 back towards the um, train tracks. And uh, me- it was, like, the best Mexican food I've had in a long time. I, right. can't wait, I can't wait to go back I know there. this place. I have to go. Then. It's really good. Hey, real quick. I mentioned Suburban Square. Has anybody been there recently? Actually, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because uh, I just That's went where for I the bust. first time in years. It is so nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I had no idea. <laughs> it's just, you know, like, they have a parking garage and yes. a parking lot. But they have, you, like, yeah. outside seating for restaurants. There's mm-hmm. a number of restaurants in there. Nick, one, that's a New Mexican restaurant, so I was wondering if, that's why I asked if it was there. Okay. But Ruby's um, isn't there anymore. And all of the, um, all Not of the your store- average Joe's, which no, I love. But all of the storefronts are filled with shops. Like, I, last time I was there, half of it was vacant. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. so you haven't been there for a while. Years. Okay. Yeah. City yeah. sidewalks. Yeah. City sidewalks. It was, <laughs> it was refreshing to see. It's booming. Yeah, it has got to go. Kathy was blown away by Suburban Square. I mean, there was. was. There, you're right. There was a period of time where, well, what the hell are they doing with this? But it's back, baby. Oh, my God. There's like a little grassy area in yes, the middle. Yes, grass. But people were having picnics. Like, what? Oh, the, you know what? Um, they have a, there's like a little farmer's market there, and that's where I get my uh, I love it. I love it in there. <laughs> yeah. I never want to leave. <laughs> Cross from I <laughs> need it. <laughs> 
Kathy's very excited. She's very consumer-based, and I appreciate that. She's a free market capitalist. I'm telling you, I was really excited. Because, because last time I was there, it looked You actually sad. went. She was like the Indian has the garbage thrown at his feet. You know, that's what we're doing. Kathy, now they just need ironize to Cody. No, now they just need to help the Plymouth Meeting Mall, and then we'll be good. Yes, when, you, when you find something like that, do you get so excited that you have to poop? <laughs> oh, my no. God. Okay. Because that's the way it used to be when I would go to a She concert. has a philosophy bag. I'm so excited, I, I, yeah. I have to go to the bathroom. Kathy. Casey. Okay. Uh, and you guys can don't ask me a stupid question like Preston. Does it have to do with the wristband again? Uh, I'm genuinely curious. Yeah. <laughs> you, did you, even if that was the case, did you really think I was going to be like, yeah, it does? Yeah. Not really, <laughs> yeah, but exactly. I just thought it is. All right, go ahead, Casey. So, Kathy, the oh, yeah. Plymouth Meeting Mall. Is what? Yeah, it, it is. Okay. What oh, if yeah. they just. Just took the roof off of it, and they made it <laughs> oh, an open air. Absolutely, okay. I, I think somebody had mentioned that. I think that would making be, it an outdoor yeah. mall, and like you know, like one of the, the with both levels, or but what with what like the, how the outlets have it. Some of them, I mean, I guess you could. I don't know. Figure the out outlets. Way. Do. I don't, I don't Preston. think you could just rip off the roof and call it an outdoor. Yeah, mall, it would rain, yeah, and the rain would just take care of the roof here <laughs> and over here. No, Preston, you, you just understand. Pull the roof off the stores as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's just all completely no, open air. If you did that that without, like, any open area at all, it just had a hole. It, the rain would come in yeah, and, and stain. Floor, in and it'd stain, yeah. and it'd, yeah. it would pool. People would slip, and it'd be great. A all couple right. years ago, I saw plans that were, I guess, drawn up by somebody that they were going to turn it into apartments, but that's gone nowhere. Well, because yeah. the, the Grand River Mall, nobody went there, and it was it was just a barren, I went there. It was a barren wasteland. Yeah, but after you moved out of Meaty, you did. That was the and, last one. And so they basically tore apart the entire mall. They kept the anchor stores. I think uh, Sears is still there, and Boscos is still there, and then they put it, and now it's like outdoor shopping. Yeah, yep. And now... People are there. Yeah. People go. Is it right. booming like Suburban Square? It's ba-booming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's all we have. This is kind of a hybrid of the connoisseur and the malleteer. Yeah. Shopping. It was kind of it was kind of the city beat and uh and the connoisseur. So we had a few local stories in there yeah. as well. And, and the and, um, a little bit of the um Justine Institute. That too. And junk drawer, why not? Yeah. And stream of consciousness and there. And the Space Cowboy and all the other things. All right. Uh, listen, I do want to mention real quick, I said it earlier this morning, but we have a new Daily Rush video. It's up. Don McCloskey came by and performed First in Flight and Son of It All. Great performances. We got such an incredible feedback from Really, that. really wonderful music. Uh, and he talked about uh, Rob McElhenney, his buddy, and how Don's music wound up on the show. Mythic, Mythic Quest and all that. So you can see this now, the newest Daily Rush videos. Uh, just subscribe to our YouTube channel. You'll be the first to see them. Uh, sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. And you can learn more at Xfinity.com. And also check out everything at PrestonandSteve.com. We're going to take a break because Brad Williams is here. Oh, he is. Yeah, we yeah, love Brad. He's, he's in the Acme yeah. Lounge and he's going to be at uh, Helium. So we'll get uh, Brad in here in just a moment. Stay with us. And Perry Farrell coming up yeah. too from James Addiction. We are back. What's new? Live you asked. The Killers. News. Starcrawler. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. So, our next guest is going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tomorrow night, uh, 7.30. Well, tonight. I'm sorry. Tonight and tomorrow night, 7.30 and 10 o'clock. But tomorrow's 7.30 show is sold out. Mm-hmm. And the right. other shows will probably sell out because he's awesome. And we love Brad Williams. Yay! Who's here. Yay! Yay! 
Yes, good to be here. Good to be back. You're like, ah, it's raining. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, it's raining. As a comedian, I'm like, yes, it's raining. <laughs> go so inside. Go inside to a comedy club. And everyone's like, ah, oh, but Brad, you're going to go outside, Phil, Phil, Philadelphia? No. <laughs> Puddles and dwarves, not a good mix. <laughs> puddles are a little different for me than it is for you. I get a, I, I just do one of these puddles. It's different than the other ones, and then I'm sunk. All right, and I'm not, a, and I'm not a good swimmer. I'm not. If, if, if you see how dwarves are built, we, I, I, I have a big head, and that skull, that's bone, that sinks, and then I have a fat butt, and that's fat, that oh floats. God. So you throw me in, a, oh. in, 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 in the you water. Invert. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like. A a loose girl at the club. I'm face down, ass up, like like, like that's me, and that it, you can't breathe too well in that in, in that scenario. Did not even right. think about the the impact of puddles and uh, yeah. so, so, or when it snows. Uh, oh, snow! snow? My God! All right. So like so, I I, I toured the East Coast dur- yeah. during the winter because I've got a mortgage and, yeah. and I've got, got to pay some bills. I'll get to a place and they're like, ah, it's no big deal. It's just a foot of snow outside. I am. Four feet tall. Yeah. That's different for me than it is to you. I gotta walk around and attach one of those plastic soccer flags to my back. <laughs> just so if I fall, people know where I am. Oh, they can right. send the Saint Bernard with a little like barrel of whiskey. I need that. If you if you're ever out in the snow, when it, when it snows here in Philly and there's a foot of snow yeah. on the ground, and if you ever see a flag just pointing out of the snow and it doesn't look like it belongs <laughs> there, start digging. Right. Start digging. I have Precious moments. <laughs> Let's go. You know, I have to say, Brad, I've been seeing you pop up like crazy Damn on a TikTok. Short videos. Uh, what like, are you trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, like just, just a, a joke here and there. But, yeah, I right. mean, you pop up all the time. Wait, wait, which is weird because I'm not actually, I, I don't have a TikTok profile. Yeah. And it's funny because people talk about TikTok the same way they talk about Kids, where they're like, oh, man, you should totally get on TikTok. You should totally get on TikTok. Oh, really? I should get on TikTok? Yeah, you uh, you just look at TikTok, and then five hours just instantly goes by yeah. in your life. I'm like, <laughs> totally. that doesn't yeah. sound too great. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, so I'm just looking at this thing that's going to suck five hours out of my life, and everyone keeps going like, no, you should totally be on that. It's the same people with kids. Oh, you should get kids. You should get kids. You should get kids. Oh, cool. So do you still have your normal life? Oh, no, I, I haven't seen the sun in four, in four years. <laughs> what? Yeah. Sounds bad. And of yeah. Of course, now I have a kid, but uh, yeah. you know I've got I've I've got a few uh, shekels in the bank, so I can pay lovely people to watch my daughter. Yeah. That is yeah. that is the way to go. One of the best things I saw on your social media, and this was years ago, is when you threw out the first pitch. Uh, was it in an Angels game? Yeah. Or, oh my God! It was so. Effing funny. <laughs> it was just, Go back and look yeah. at it, man. Brad Williams comic on Instagram. And uh, so I'm, I I can do a few dance moves. Yes. So what I did is I did the worm uh, <laughs> to the mound. Oh, my God. And then I got the ball. And, and here's the thing. The first pitch matters. No, it doesn't matter to anybody else. Right. But it matters to you. As a, as a man, that's the closest thing I like. That will define my entire life because yep. you know if you bounce it, yep. that's it. Yep. Yeah, you, you're, you're the guy done. That, yeah, here it is. So, uh, and the video. Yeah, so I jump up. Let's do the worm. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, I'm a dwarf, so Dude, it's more you're... like an inchworm, but it's pretty good. And then sh- shake off the catcher. He was trying to get me to throw a curve. Uh, so here comes the heat, and I made it there. Yeah. 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 Right Dude, solid. Not bouncing it. The, yeah. the thing I love most about 
throwing a pitch and not bouncing it is that I have a friend who is average size yeah. who did bounce it. Uh-huh. And, I, and I'm just like, how does it feel that the guy who parks in the blue space uh-huh. could get it there and you couldn't? Ah. Yeah, no, you, you are exactly right. A lot of people try to get too cute and, oh. and uh, just, just, and you can throw it high. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I, yeah. I, dude, I, I moonshotted that thing. Yeah, that, yeah, thing yeah. Was, that, that thing was way up. Preston threw the, out the first pitch at a Phil's game. Okay. And like, yeah, yeah. And, but he, Got to do something that a lot of people don't get to do is he got yeah. to warm his arm up. <laughs> yeah, Dude, got that's to warm key up. with the manager. By that yeah. is key. Yeah, yeah. like they don't let like, you do that. You, you don't uh-uh. realize when you watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I knew that I was going to throw out the first pitch. So two days before, <laughs> I, I went to a park. Yeah, and I stood. I measured it out with measuring tape, and I was like, let's go. It's a lot further than you think it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. You get out there, you're like, oh, that's far. Yeah. Like, and I, 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 like, that was me almost throwing it as hard as I could. Smart move, though. Yeah. We have to ask you, um, mm-hmm. you did the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert. I mean, you, I didn't play yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave Chappelle actually played it. Yeah, yeah. He sang Creep. Uh, but, no, I, I, dude, I was there. That was great. It, it, it was so much fun, and you hate the reason why yeah. that you're there. But to have here's here's what I said to my wife. Uh, I, I was like, "Man, this is such an amazing show, and this is like a once in a lifetime show, and all these rock stars are getting to hang out together, which they never get to do because they're always on tour, right? Separately, yeah. they're just gonna like look around and." Even if, like, the third bassist from Wham! dies, to be like, all right, we got to do a tribute show. <laughs> like, just, like, just so they can all hang out together again. Like, they're going to be looking for any excuse because th- this was such an amazing show. And, like, the special guests were, like, when Miley Cyrus sang with Def Leppard. Uh-huh. I'm just looking at her going, oh, you missed your calling. Yeah. Like, you're rich as hell. You've done She's everything good. right. Yeah. But your voice with a rock band. Holy God! She's done a ton of a ton of rock stuff, actually. And our our music director, and uh, she also is a co-host of the uh, the, our afternoon show, Sarah. She's been a big advocate for Miley Cyrus as a rock singer. Yeah, she should be. Yeah, Yeah. and she's going up there. It's a party in the USA. It's like no, you can sing. Yeah, like the pop music. That's for the women. That's for the men and women who can actually sing, and they need all the auto tunes and the thing to fix it. You can belt it. Mm. It was great. Had you you seen the uh, the the one from uh, England? The uh, because it's up on uh, uh, you know I think it's Paramount Plus available to watch. Mm -hmm. Check that out, or you just go and no. uh, I watched the live stream from London the whole time. It makes you feel so old too when it's like. (laughs) Violet Grohl, Dave Grohl's daughter, yeah, is singing. Yeah. She's great. Wolfgang Van Halen is playing. He's unbelievable. He did Panama. Mm. It was nuts. And then, of course, Taylor's son plays drums. Right. I'm looking at my two-year-old daughter like, all right, you're going to start telling penis jokes real quick. <laughs> <laughs> she already had a good zinger. Uh, so, but, so my daughter's two and a half, and I had this really awkward moment where uh, uh, I'm changing a diaper. That's right. Men change diapers. I'm all... Uh, and I'm changing her, and then she... How do I say this for radio? Um, she discovers her area. Okay. okay. You guys know what that... Okay, sure. you guys yeah. get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, so she looks down, she's like, she's like, oh, what's that? And she like starts reaching towards, and 
as a like as a father, I'm like no, like I I, I have to say no. But then I'm like, wait, no, I can't say that because I don't want to body shame. And I I don't want her to be like, oh, but now but now my dad told me I can't touch that. So now once I turn 18, I'm gonna turn on a webcam and I'm gonna touch it for everybody. Like, I, like, I, like you're having all these nightmare yeah, scenarios yeah, yeah. in your head, and and I'm finally like like hey, let's uh, let's play with this toy over here. And then she look and then she looks at me and she and she looks down in the area and she goes, Dad, I'm just trying to make it talk. Oh my god! And now, like you, 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 you want to talk about nightmare scenarios? Now I'm like, great. So you're gonna be like the the OnlyFans Jeff Dunham. Like, <laughs> that's what you're gonna do. Uh, awesome, Father of the Year, right here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah, she she's two and a half. She's just she, she's discovering stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, intro. You have you have a little boy. Yeah. He's yanking on that thing. Oh okay, god, of he's flicking it. He's yanking it. Yeah. It, it like you, it, 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 it happens. In the womb, they've actually seen. Yeah, uh, yeah, they've actually seen that happen. Yeah, it's like so you can't stop it. Yeah. you can't. You can't be like, my, not my child, not nah, your child. Yeah, yeah. your Every kid. Child. The only difference is that later on in life, you'll wait until your girlfriend or wife leaves for the house for a little while, and that'll be the only th- time. That you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yep. it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, it, it's radio, and my uh, waist is below the desk, but I'm, but I'm yanking on mine right now. <laughs> 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 it's fun. It feels just, good. Yeah, you know what? I just realized my hand is on mine right now. Yeah. It's better than coffee. You're you like, want to make sure you, you you pat for the wallet. You pat up front. Yeah, right you know, you just give a little like, all right, did I bring my wallet? And while and while I'm down there, <laughs> it's fine. Why not? Why not? It's true. Yeah, exactly. It's so, so true. Yeah, it, 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 it's fun being a dad, man. And uh, yeah. and did I you really think you would it. take to it? Did you think you would? Um, I mean, because you so like. It's strange because, uh, as you guys know, I'm a dwarf. I never mention it in my comedy. Uh, by the way, two shows tonight, Helium, two, uh, two shows tomorrow. Uh, but so, like, kids somehow always take to me. Yeah. They always liked me growing up. Like, well, I say that now, and it's like, okay, van driver. Uh, kids like you. Hmm. Uh, that's a trigger. Anyway, but, like, so I, I, I think I'd be good at it. But like, but like, kids would take me for the weirdest reasons. They they they'd be like, "Wait, you're the size of my brother, but you have a beard. What's up?" <laughs> right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, and of course, and like, yeah, like kids, like. I'm an adult male that still plays in the ball pit at McDonald's, okay, like that, <laughs> because I can, yeah. all right? Like, I'm still running around in the tubes with my daughter, which was weird, because I, I, I was at one of those ball pits, and I, 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 I was playing with my daughter. She's in there, and I'm kind of like, and then this little four-year-old boy was, like, running by, and he knocked her over. No big deal. And then I, I, I look at the boy, and I'm like, hey, you want to apologize? Like, you knocked over. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you should apologize. Teachable moment. Yeah. And then uh, the, 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 the boy just looks at me and goes, she was in my way, and it took everything in my soul <laughs> yeah. not yeah. to choke slam this little bastard. Yep. Yep. Like, I want, like, I, I had to hold my arm because I'm like, I, my my wife listens to true crime podcasts. I can get away with this. Yeah. Okay, like, I can bury you in this ball pit. No one will find you. I will make sure. And if I turn around, I look like a six-year-old. It's innocent. Okay, like, I'm fine. Your parents will not save you in this scenario. Oh, it's just another so kid did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that kid with the beard beat me up. The, the, um, that's, right. that's funny, though. But that all click, that all kicks in. So when it you didn't think you had in. it, yeah, yeah, the whole parenting thing, and 
if if anything, I'm glad I'm a dad just so it gave my wife the greatest moment of her life. Not when she met me. Not when, <laughs> not when we got married. Not the day our daughter was born. By the way, it's such BS when women say, like, oh, the day my child was born was the greatest day of my life. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that day. Right. That day. <laughs> you want to do that every day? Yeah. That day. No, no. To stop saying that's the greatest day of your life. It wasn't like maybe five days later. Five was, days later, when the pain right. goes goes yeah, away, that that <laughs> that was cool. That was a magical moment. Anyway, so uh, I don't even know what I was saying. Uh, oh. What were they doing? Uh, it's about we we're talking about finding out that you were going to be a good parent, finding acclimating to it. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and you just like. <sighs> that, Senior moment. Now <laughs> I'm just blanking. Oh, you're almost right. 40. Well, I remember asking Preston because he was the first of all of us to have kids. Yeah. God. And I was like, dude, how do you do it? And he's like, you just do it. You just oh, do it. the happiest oh, yeah. moment of my wife's yeah. life. Okay. There you that, go. That's what I was going. I found it. Ah, the Alzheimer's <laughs> hasn't kicked in yet. Let's go. Uh, so, all right. Happiest, wife, ha- happiest day of my wife's life was uh, when my daughter was an infant. And she just, uh, she goes, hey, you're going to change her. And I go, no problem. And she, like, handed me this baby. And, like, the baby just confetti cannoned poop. Oh, <laughs> God. Right in the face. Oh, right in the face. wow. I, and I'm, and greatest day of my wife's life. And <laughs> she's just laughing. And I'm just thinking to myself, here's how you know that I'm a good dad. Because... I showed up the next day to be a dad. Now, think about yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about your job. If you went to your job and uh, someone confetti cannoned poop yeah. in your face, yeah. you wouldn't show up the next day. You would quit that job, whatever that job was. Right. All right? Yeah. Uh, and I did not. I showed You're up the next dad. day. I'm a, I'm a halfway decent dad. I've heard me. it said that, that, that like... <laughs> Because it's your own child, it's not disgusting. But I, yeah. I've also oh, heard people no, no, say, no. no, it's disgusting. Oh, it's pretty yeah. foul. It's yeah. Just, yeah. It's pretty gross. There's moments where you go, like, it's my own kid, so I know I have to do this. Yeah. But then there's moments where we, you yeah, take off that diaper, and that smell hits you like a yeah. punch in the face. <laughs> and you're just like, I, I, I can't breathe. I can't, I can't, I can't breathe. Uh-huh. And that's that's a bad part. Yeah, but, you know what was gnarly, too? Is Did you guys bottle feed at all? Mm-hmm. The formula? Oh, no. Uh, my wife uh, uh, did. Pumped and all that. She did the pump. Thing, oh, okay, because if you God left formula sitting around for a while, that smell was oh, just really? disgusting. Yeah, now it's really weird because I'll go into like be, be, because I've had a, a, a baby in the house now. Still have the baby, and right now we're potty training, so it's it's yeah. all the, uh, we're in it. Like now. You send me to a blue cheese factory, I'll be like, this sh- this smell is pleasant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is delightful. <laughs> you you have me huff New Jersey river water. Right. And I'll just be like, this is the best smell I've ever had. In my- is, is this a candle from Yankee Candle Company? Like, it is, uh, like, the, the worst smells are now fine so, by me. So, one and done, or do you think you guys... One- and okay, without question, that's it. Yeah. Like, okay, my wife and I found out we're 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 great kid people. We're not baby people, you know. So, mm-hmm. and that is a difference. Yeah. If if later on we adopt a three or four year old, uh, uh, that might be something that we do. Um, because kids are fun, and also who doesn't want to adopt a kid? You're like, hey, 
I saved you. <laughs> Do you know what horrors awaited you? Right, what right. sweatshops in your home country you would be making my shoes right now if it wasn't for me? Oh, man, I want that. It gives you a little extra firepower. Yeah. yeah I like yeah, that. Little, I like that thinking. Like, yeah, because, yeah, with your with your natural-born children, it's like, yes, you created them from nothing, but then if, if you didn't do that, they would still be nothing, and that's no big deal. No, you saved their life. It's the same reason why you rescue dogs. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> Say, yes. Saved you. Yes, I'm that a-hole. But no, that's why, that, that, and I think there's enough people on the planet. Adopt. Right. If you're fine. just tuning in, it's uh, Brad Williams who's going to be at uh, at Helium this weekend. Uh, this is from earlier this summer, I guess, okay. but there's a picture you posted of you and Mike Tyson together. That was wow. the weirdest night of my life. Oh, Explain. Do tell. Okay, so I'm at the Hollywood Improv, uh, and there's this little green room that's backstage and uh i i walk in just getting ready for my set uh and i'd done a show earlier that night in the same in the same club so i'm going into the green room to just wait in between shows and i walk in and mike tyson is just in the green room just there and that's not a scenario you've trained for <laughs> right you know? yeah. and you're like yeah. like i've had this dream a couple of times i don't like i, I, I don't like the way it ends uh, this is not gonna be good uh, and i'm just kind of like oh excuse me mr tyson i'll, I'll leave you go oh no man you were funny come over here come really over here and i'm like all right i'm gonna come over here and he goes you want a joint <laughs> yeah, he's right. a big cannabis dude, yeah, man. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to say no, I will not smoke a joint with Mike Tyson. Yes. So I've got that story now. Yeah. And, man, like, I asked Mike Tyson, I go, I, I go, why? Why do you like marijuana so much other than the other, yeah. other yeah. than the natural things? And, and he just goes, it keeps me real calm. Mm-hmm. And then I go, that's a good thing. Smoke as much weed <laughs> yeah. as you can, Mike Tyson. So mm-hmm. please. Brad, we were watching, I sent a video over to uh, Preston a couple of weeks ago, and it's of, of Tyson, like, uh-huh. in his heyday. Yeah. You know, just, I mean, it's I could scary. not imagine looking at that coming across the ring at you. It's got to be the ultimate uh, in hunger. I I have these thoughts, because I have a couple of friends that are MMA fighters. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, my worst day Mm. is I tell a joke and they don't laugh. Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe I get booed. Maybe I get a weird heckle. That's my worst day. Right. Your day of work, (laughs) your standard is getting punched in the face. (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm not going to do no, that. That is, no. a, that is a different level. That is a different mindset, man. So, yeah. Brad, with, with Mike, like, were you, I imagine initially you were nervous, and then sure. were you able to, like, calm down and just be yourself and be relaxed with him, or was it, were you it's nervous k- the whole time? It's kind of like if you've ever done one of those, like, behind-the-scenes zoo tours. Right. And they, they're like, all right, you're going to the tiger cage. And you're like, cool. And it's like, don't worry, the tiger's sedated. And you're like, fine. <laughs> but it's still a tiger okay like you still have that moment of like at any time like you say the wrong thing about like uh like uh doves or something pigeons i'm not talking about pigeons i'm not talking about ears i'm not talking about robin gibbons i'm not talking about tigers he owned them i'm not talking about don king i'm not even talking about weird hairstyles yeah it might trigger you okay like i'm talking about absolutely nothing that might set this guy off but you know what listen in his defense he has only Fought outside of the ring, as far as I know, twice. 
Once was that a-hole in the plane. Which was yeah. great. Which was great. Awesome. And then the other one was against another boxer in a yeah. shopping center parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was it. So he's been very under control. and and Well, I mean, and then Robin Givens, though. In that, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> and Robin Gibbons. Yeah, yeah. So he's been under control in that way, uh, which actually you kind of find out about people that are like trained in that way. My wife is Your a wife martial is, artist. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I, right. I recently found out some more information. I knew my wife was a badass. I didn't know how badass. Like, I knew fourth Don black belt. Yeah, uh, yeah. multiple black belts in different. At one point, ranked number two in the nation. She's taking out. You said like aggressive mm-hmm. hecklers in, cl- in clothes. One time. One yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, I'm getting turned on thinking about it. <laughs> uh, but, like, I, I recently talked to my wife's old trainer, and he was like, no, no, she was the first woman to reach the level of master in the state of California. Wow. And I'm that's like, wild. that's who I married? <laughs> <laughs> Holy God. Like, some people sleep next to guns. Yeah. <laughs> I sleep next to my wife. Yeah. I sleep very soundly. <laughs> it's great. It's just nice knowing that if we ever hear that sound in the middle yeah. of the night, not me checking it out. <laughs> nope. 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 You're my, yeah, 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 yeah. And my daughter's going to have those conversations. Like, she'll be at school and all the people are like, my dad could beat up your dad. My dad could beat up your dad. And she's like, oh, my dad can't do crap. My mom. <laughs> on the other hand. My mom, on the other hand. Yeah. Are you going to get her doing martial arts, do you think? Uh, my, my, my wife is going to train her. She can't do Taekwondo. This is like a technicality thing. Uh, taekwondo is mostly kicks. Yep. Uh, my daughter is a dwarf, yeah. so that's not a good way to defend yourself. It's like, all right, if you get three and a half inches close to me, we're good. But <laughs> yeah. like, other than that, uh, so yeah, she'll probably train her in more grapple style, mar- grapple style martial arts, awesome. or she'll use her to use her massive dwarf head and <laughs> just head butt. That's, like, you laugh, and it, 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 it is funny. I've broken three noses in my life. No kidding. And it's always the same scenario, okay? Yeah. All right, so this is just one thing that me as a little person, I can teach my daughter having lived the life of a dwarf, is we have a fear that you guys don't have to worry about on a day-to-day basis. People like to pick me up. Right. Oh, my God. God. Not a fan of this whatsoever. Yes. I say this at my shows because I do a meet and greet after every show. And you want to take a photo with me? Great. Come to Helium. You will take a photo with me. No problem. I like meeting people. But everyone, everyone, can I pick you up? What is this obsession <laughs> with, I'm a 38-year-old man. Right. Why are you trying to reenact your favorite scene from The Lion King? <laughs> Stop it. So I don't like getting picked up. Like, like It's like, okay, now I'm not in control anymore. I don't know what you're going to do. Well, I'm not going to drop you. No one says they're going to drop me. Right. That's not how you say you're going to do Like, hey, I'm going to pick you up, and I'm going to drop you. No one gives you that warning. They just drop you. No running back says they're going to fumble. <laughs> Like, don't sign me. I'm going to fumble all the time. You know, but they do. I'm a Broncos fan. Melvin Gordon. What the hell? Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So, but like that's so I've broken three noses in my life because I, I, I've been in scenarios where someone's just come up behind me oh, and, no. and just pick me up. And my first instinct is just throw the Good. head back as yeah. hard as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get mad at me when I break their nose. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and they're like, but I was just picking you up. Oh, you were, you were just lifting me off the ground against my will where I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And by the way, I, well, if, if I fall three feet, 
That's like 12 to you, okay? <laughs> That's true. the equivalent. It's true. I don't like how this is going. Do not like, pick me up. How dumb can you be? Uh, oh, seriously? People do this. All right. Well, if you're going to the show, you've been warned. Don't pick don't him up. Don't, don't pick him up. Just laugh. Break your nose. Yeah. You, you, you come to Philly. You think I'm scared of you, Philly? You throw batteries at people. You, you, you think that's gonna terrify me? I've got a dwarf head. I will respond. You ever, they, 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 oh, this is like I'm really gonna date myself. Uh, you ever play Turbo Graphics 16? Yes. That, that guy Bonk. You remember Bonk? I oh, don't. my God. No one remembers Bunk. Five people get this reference. Way to sell it to the masses, Brad. But he was a guy with a little, with a big head that would headbutt his enemies. And that, and, and, and that's what I will do to you. I am a human bobblehead. Let's go. You have been warned. Yeah. All There's right. Bunk. You brought it up. Yeah. Oh, I remember. That's what I, oh, man. Right. He's headbutting people. We got that's a rap. The reference. Nobody else, nobody else laughed at that. Brad Great is, job, Brad. Way, way to sell tickets. I'll be Helium Comedy Club. I know I'm interrupting you. I'm ashamed no, of myself for the reference. <laughs> it's all good. I'm just like, nobody got it. Why don't I just do something from Hogan's Heroes? No, <laughs> nobody. Like, I know nothing. No, no one gets that reference. No, no one watches the show Clean. anymore. Uh, Thank yeah. you. All right. Thank you. 7.30 and 10 o'clock tonight. Tomorrow, 7.30 is sold out, uh, sold out, but there are tickets for the 10 o'clock show, and you can go to heliumcomedy.com. Dude, it's great to see you. As yeah. always. always a pleasure. Enjoy, Enjoy Philly. There, there, there's like five good radio shows left <laughs> in this country and, and you guys are absolutely yeah. awesome. Oh, thank man. you, man. Appreciate that. Brad Williams, yeah. gang. When we come back, Perry Farrell will be joining us from Jane's Addiction. Stay with us. Preston and Steve's 25th Annual Camp Out for Hunger. Supporting Phil Abundance at Xfinity Life inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Starting Monday, November 7th, they'll be live from inside the Bimbo Bakeries USA broadcast tent. Hey gang, your support has always been amazing and we're hoping you can help out again. Plus, we've missed your faces. Come enjoy some Dunkin' Coffee, have fun, and say hi. Donate non-perishable food items at our drive through drop-off with volunteers equipped by Stoffer Glove and safety or make a donation at WMMR.com and at the register of your local Acme market. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Made possible by Comcast Spectacor and the Philadelphia Flyers, Whitehorse RV Center, Keen Compressed Gas, Xfinity from Comcast, Wispis Bank, and Mayfair Fence. 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. I don't know when our guests will get on board, so I do have a couple things we can we can chat about. You had, you know, mentioned the uh, the Amtrak and the, the the room on board and all that stuff and that and that uh, commercial there, Kath. But uh, that leads me to, you know, we were talking about those airplanes and uh, yesterday and they're going to enhance bigger, you know, yeah, seats and all that stuff. Well, here's a follow up to a story about air travel. Um, we had found out that Philly has uh, the worst airport in America of its size. That's uh, considered the large airports, but as far as the mega airports in North America go, Newark Liberty International oh, was, is the that worst. Was, oh, we had said that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, it has officially been ranked as the worst. I huh. uh, the lowest marks from more than twenty six thousand five hundred people who've ranked wow. the best and worst so, airports for so surveys. Our closest next likely airport is also horrible. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever? And the reason why ours is horrible. <laughs> Have you ever flown out of any of the smaller regional airports like yes. Lehigh Valley or Atlantic City? Even I or flew something? out of Atlantic no. City once. How was that? It was fine. I went to Florida, got a cheaper flight. 
Uh, it was years ago, but um, and, and, and I think they have done some work there since I flew out of there. Um, but I mean, it was super small. There was nothing great about it. I don't ever re- even remember there being like somewhere you could grab food or anything. I don't know if there is now. I've considered uh, flying out of Lehigh Valley because it's from where we live. Yeah. It's about the same distance to go there as it is to Philly International. Uh, but we've never, never pulled the trigger on that. Well, I think a lot of like, the, I'm sorry, a lot of those airlines too, because I've looked out there. Um, they only fly on certain days. Yes. So, like, if you're trying to get to, and I think you know, like parts of Florida, like if you want to go to Orlando, right. they don't go to Orlando International. Mm-hmm. They go to Sanford, um, which is you know a little and bit sons. of a ride. Sanford and Sons. <laughs> but like, they'll only fly Tuesday, Thursday, and there's one flight out with two destinations: Sanford and Sons. Uh, so it would be, but I mean, it might be worth checking into, yeah, right? Totally. If, if, you're, if you're looking yeah. for flights. Because uh, you might get a chance to stop it. <laughs> Thank you for flying, Sanford and Sons. We knew you could have flown a number different airport. Airlines including Golden Girls and Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Oh, I would fly My the co- Golden Girls airlines. <laughs> my co-pilot is Grady today. Remember Grady? Yeah, was, I love Grady. He was one of my favorite characters on Sanford and Son. <laughs> Great googly moogly. Maybe they'll reboot that into a movie. Yeah. Preston, my uh, cousins fly out of Trenton a lot They go to oh. when they go to Florida. And I same, mean, they get cheaper flights. No kidding. Yeah. All right. Um, yep. I'll, I'll, well, anyhow, uh, Newark Liberty International has been named the worst mega airport in North America. And I think second place was uh, Chicago O'Hare. And then LAX uh, came in third. Uh, and I think it tied with uh, uh, Atlanta, Hartsfield, uh, Jackson International Airport. So they got some work to do, gang. All right, uh, our next guest has spent a lot of time in airports. Oh, yeah. Um, he's a, he's in the music industry. He's flown everywhere around the world and uh, does regularly and is going to be getting into our area uh, on October 21st because his band is playing along with Smashing Pumpkins for that show at the Wells Fargo Center. And we're doing a big uh, giveaway of a prize at the end of the program, which is not too far off. Uh, so we're always happy to talk to him. We've been lucky enough to have him on on a few occasions. Uh, please welcome Mr. Perry Farrell. Yeah. To the show this morning, Perry. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? Steve? We we're doing good, man. Thanks, Ron. You know the weekend's coming up, so we're we're pretty happy <laughs> yeah. about that. Uh, and we're excited that uh, James is coming back to town, and you guys have uh, Eric Avery back in the band. How is uh, how does that feel to have uh, you know a member who is from the earliest days of the band back together with you guys? It feels like. Having a Texas Longhorn <laughs> with a bass in his hand, driving your song—that's awesome. So, so he's wait. Was that a dog in the background? I just heard. No, that was me <laughs> laughing at my. No. <laughs> it, 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 the uh, phone broke up. It did sound like a awesome. dog barking. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's excellent. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. when you when you got all the. Um, when you got all the, uh, uh, the 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 pistons firing and ready to go, it's it's got to be pretty cool. Although I did see that, unfortunately, uh, Dave Navarro uh, has had to bail out because of a of a bout with long COVID. How's he doing? He's doing all right. You know, he's starting to talk now that uh, he can see joining us at some point, maybe at the end of this year, maybe at the beginning of next. But that's a that's a lot better than how he was talking a few months ago. Okay. He wasn't he wasn't in a very good mood a few months ago, man. Just imagine waking up every day for months feeling just god awful. Yeah, yeah. He, get he, any better? 
he's uh it was we actually talked to him from his home and uh he has those cuckoo clocks <laughs> which are pretty amazing but i imagine when you're trying to beat long covid that could be pretty annoying after a while i mean you know and you're one of the sexiest guys in the world <laughs> and you wake up and you look at yourself in the mirror <laughs> and you know you got a hot date later on <laughs> <laughs> true true yeah yeah I'm trying to make light of it. Yeah, I hear you. Really, really in the dumps. But, you know, humor helps a little bit. And he is starting to get better. But in the meantime, Troy from Queens of the Stone Age is going to be uh, sitting in with us. And it's been really exciting. It's like having this great jazz group and, you know, you get to play with them. Different guitarists for a while. Mm. Songs, they sound a little different, and everybody takes on a little bit of a, a slightly different character. Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting because you have to find common ground. You know, as musicians, if you're going to uh, go out and perform together, there's got to be some kind of common ground. And I think with Troy having been in Queens of the Stone Age and the Damned and even Iggy Pop. He knows, he knows how to get that sound, that classic, badass, real rock and roll sound. You know, I like to, I like to think of groups like the early Kinks, when when Jimmy Page was playing with the Kinks for a while. You know, those guys practically invented distortion. Yep. They overdrove their amplifiers back in those days. But they had such a a wicked, vicious tone. And that's what Troy sounds like with us. Cool. Uh, it's gonna be a one of a kind night, you know, that you yeah. you know, you'll never you'll never witness again. But I, I love I love, you know, nights like that musically when you're part of something that may never happen again. And 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 James is no stranger to that. You guys have taken other people out on the road before. I saw you in Philly ages ago uh with flea uh playing bass it was one of the one of the greatest shows i saw at the spectrum um and when when you do invite someone else in to be a part of a tour for a little while and you guys rehearse uh perry are you kind of a i, I mean clearly you know you said you know like you're gonna give troy his room to to create what he wants to create but you also have to stay somewhat faithful to the source material do you, as as the the figurehead of the band, kind of guide that a bit, or is it just wide open to what they want to do? Well, it can't be completely wide open because that means that there's no plan. And the the thing about life is, you got to have a plan, you know. Yep. And so, what I look to do is I look for common ground musically. What is our common ground? I look at Troy. Now we have Eric Avery coming back in. And uh, we've got that James Rhythm section cooking up again. But where's where's the common ground musically? So I told those guys a short story. I'll share it with you. A while back, this is just before COVID, I had the opportunity to play before the Carter Cash family in Nashville. Wow. Um, I was with my wife, Edgy, and we did um, Jackson 
and we did Ring of Fire. Anyway, I told them that it was one of the it was one of the great moments in my life as far as entertaining. It was a great honor to perform in front of them and I but I told them that I took on a slightly different character just to find a common ground. Mm. And and I found that you know, us rockers and Johnny Cash and Elvis Presley, people like that, Buddy Holly, we have a lot more in common. And musicians, we're, we're very open, open and open-hearted people. Right. Accepting, and, and we love uh, seeing what you can do. And we want to give you the room. You know, we, we want to hear it. Yeah. You want to hear what you got. Yeah. If you can make that party swing even harder, and then, you know, you're, you're welcome and you're family for life. It's just that simple. That's cool. That's, that's, a, that's a great way to approach it. My best. Yeah, so I, that's what I did. I just told them that story, and then I said, what's our common ground? Do you like, you know? Um, and then, you know, Troy, I said to Troy, Imagine early Kinks playing that that early rock and roll song uh, with uh, or being or hanging around uh, Sun Records and Elvis Presley and his <laughs> groups or the or the '40s Cats when they would get up on stage each and every time. It's a little bit like uh, athletics, where yeah. you know your team you get up there and you want to show what your team's got and the other. You're gonna see if you can blow that other that other band away, and it's a it's a healthy it's a healthy um, form of competition. If you can call competition healthy whatsoever, mm-hmm. that's about as healthy as it could be. But um, from there, I I told Troy that I actually did not want him to try to play note for note what Dave plays. I want this to be something completely original that people will never hear again because it was its own thing. Just like God makes every child unique. That's how I wanted to play it. I wanted to hear, uh, you know, something that I'd never hear again. I was witnessing something that nobody else but the people in that room got to see. It's a cool opportunity. I love it. And, and I love, Perry, that, that that you use the term swing. Uh, I think that that, that encapsulates... Everybody having a great time. Uh, so, and I know that's what you guys do as a band. Uh, so, it's awesome. Um, I know we got to wrap. So, we want to thank you for a little bit of time here this morning. But the show is coming up on uh, October 21st at Wells Fargo Center uh, here locally. So, we'll see you uh, in town when you get into Philly, Perry. Thanks so much for checking in. All right. Thanks for having me, fellas. You bet. Take care. All right. Perry Farrell, guys. Yeah. He's really, I mean, that the music is paramount, man. Uh, he is, yeah, and I, and I love it. I, I love that he said, "Make that, make that crowd swing." Uh, that's a word when people use it uh, when it uh, comes to music. Makes me realize it's kind of like, um, uh, let's not. Uh, I don't. <laughs> It's not let's make them love me. It's yeah. let's make them have a good time. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Yep. And, and I really dig that about him. All right. That's cool. All right. So with that, I think we need to do the Bizarre File. Yes, sir. Because we got a Yoo-Hoo loot coming up shortly. So. <laughs> <laughs>
Do it now. I liked it. Yeah, it's not my thing. <laughs> it's Steve's it's thing. It's Steve's thing. Yeah. All right. I can't do it either. All right, here we go. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right. Let's get into it. Uh, let, no, not that one. <laughs> no, no remember that one. What did I tell you about oh, that yeah. one? Yeah. Here, okay. I like this story. And I, I considered putting it in the bizarre file or not. This is the bizarre file. And I said, let's go ahead and do it. I thought about putting it somewhere else. Oh, oh. Uh, the former girlfriend of Brazilian footballer Ronaldo Nazario, you know, Ronaldo, just known as Ronaldo, yeah, yeah. Uh, has reportedly undergone hymen reconstruction oh. surgery so she can get married in church as a virgin. Oh, come on. Uh, it doesn't work that way. No. Bodybuilder Michelle Umizu, who's 40 years old, says that she underwent hymen reconstruction surgery, which is known as hymenoplasty. All right, let's take a look at it. Uh, and uh, September 23rd, yeah, she's a bodybuilder. Yeah, let's take a look. Here. Nah, yes, this is not the good. Uh, Michelle had a fling with the legendary striker in 2004. And she it looks con- like a blowfish. She contacted the then Real Madrid star about their son Alexander when he was eight months old. A court took five years to recognize Ronaldo as the boy's biological father, by oh, the way. Oh, so it's, all, it's been wonderful. Yeah, confirming that Alexander, now 17 years old, is his fourth child in total. Michelle, who is currently single, said she now hopes to meet a man with the same faith and ideals as her. Uh, she said that uh, she only wants an intimate relationship with someone after a church wedding, but says she's waiting for the right person. So due to using hormone treatments, uh, she's a bodybuilder. Yeah. Uh, she said she has experienced an increased libido, but has been along, alone for a long time. <laughs> and so she had her hymen redone. I think this is what technically would be considered the stitch, the uh, gentleman's stitch. No, you're going to need rivets for this. <laughs> well, not her, but <laughs> you know what I mean. You got a jackhammer, yeah. Eddie? Yeah. Yeah. Anybody working on a battleship? Uh, Ronaldo, who first met Michelle in Tokyo in <laughs> 2002. <laughs> 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 We're going to need more power. <laughs> when she worked as a waitress and he won the World Cup uh, with Brazil, started uh, several years ago a later. Conscious and a pit crew. <laughs> had uh, undergone a vasectomy, feeling four children was enough for him, but uh, the baby is his. So, All right. All right. Anyhow. Uh, an Abilene, Texas woman was arrested for disorderly conduct and disturbing the peace uh, yesterday morning. According to an arrest report, officers received multiple calls at 4.15 a.m. of a woman who was going around ringing doorbells and asking for Halloween candy. <laughs> oh, man. That's like, that's like a Halloween horror movie. Uh, the woman identified as Rebecca Garcia was Sweet also, Tooth. also yelling profanities at multiple residents. Sweet Tooth opening Friday. Uh, when police made contact with her, she did not know where she was. And the officers questioned her, but say her answers did not make sense. So she was held in the county jail. It scared the crap out of you. Uh, a, in a theft caught on camera, uh, the crook may have had second thoughts. If only he knew what was inside the trailer that they were swiping. Early Sunday morning video shows someone in a truck drive away with a trailer from Borland Wildlife Solutions. And now that business is trying to track their trailer that was filled with loot that many that may have left the thief holding their nose. They hooked, according to Steve Borland, the owner, he said they hooked their trailer up. Uh, they hooked the trailer up and took off with my tiny little truck pulling a 14-foot trailer full of 700 pounds of bat feces. <laughs> Guano? That's exactly it. 
Part of Borland's job includes removing pests like mice and bats from attics and the droppings they leave behind. Using long hoses, the vac- they vacuum up the remnants and other debris from homes in large bags in their trailer. And inside the stolen trailer, there's also equipment such as a vacuum, hose, and PPE. Uh, he said, but that's all they got, the trailer, the equipment, and 700 pounds of bat guano. Uh, he said, I'm just glad that we didn't lose anything that we can't easily re- replace and nobody got hurt. Uh, the company filed a police report, but as of now, the trailer and its contents are still <laughs> it's missing. Great. Mm-hmm. A man suspected of living with the body of his dead roommate for four years. Another has story. Been charged with forging checks to himself on the dead man's account. Darren Wade Pirtle appeared in the court, uh, Superior Court, and was charged with one count of identity theft and ten counts of check forgery. Since 2019, Pirtle allegedly forged about 50 checks to himself from the account of his his deceased roommate, 64-year-old Kevin Olson. Olson was reported missing in August after a relative claimed that they had not heard from him in nearly four years. I like Pirtle. Uh, Despite relatives not hearing from Olson, his retirement checks continued to be deposited into his account monthly, and the mortgage of his home was continued to be paid. Olson's relatives uh, told police they had been trying to contact him since 2018, uh, but only ever spoke with Pirtle, who gave various excuses as to Olson's absence. He's in the bathroom. A Chicago police officer contacted Pirtle, but he told police that Olson was out of town. Did he mention how he was holding onto the body, how it was stored? Did you mention that? No. Well, they they found the body, but last week police searched uh, served a search warrant, and uh, they found his body in the in a back bedroom. And that's okay. all they said. Uh, police did not provide more details on how the body was kept, and an autopsy is underway. Uh, Pirtle is being held on one hundred sixty five thousand dollars bail. And is expected to return to court. And that is what we have in the bizarre file. It is 10 a.m. Here it is MMRs. You who loot. Now, listen up. Here's your keyword. All right, the word is game. G-A-M-E. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways for you to do it. You can text it the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. And each winner gets a call from our company, Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone, okay? Contest rules available at WMMR.com. And it's sponsored by Horizon Services. So, again, the word is GAME, G-A-M-E. You got 15 minutes to get it over to us. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second, and we'll get the trash music news lesson question, all that stuff. Stay with Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them, too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our MM artist uh, this weekend, Muse, is going to be coming to town. Uh, the Will of the People tour. 
is Sunday, March 19th, Wells Fargo Center. And uh, Evanescence is going to be on that bill. Tickets go on sale a week from today uh, at 10 a.m. Uh, Wells Fargo Center, Philly.com. And all weekend, you'll be able to hear some songs from uh, Muse and chances to win tickets before you can nice. buy them. All right, so that is coming up this weekend. Do not miss out. Um, we, oh, I would like to reiterate something. We had an announcement earlier this morning. Our friends at Acme got in touch with us, and we are beginning the Camp Out for Hunger uh, Head Start program with Acme. So starting on October 1st, when is that? Is that tomorrow? Yep. Tomorrow starts yeah. already. Uh, you go by your local Acme. And uh, you can make a dona- donation donation right there at uh, checkout. It's so easy, yeah. and uh, again, it means it's it's become a critical aspect of the camp out for hunger. So, the more you go shop like a maniac, yeah. And if you can spare a dollar, yeah, that's throw, all. Throw a dollar yeah. to us. If if you can spare fifty dollars, throw you know what anything, anything is good. And, and that's if, all there is yes. to it. And if we can't, if you can at all, we understand. And that's the whole reason we're doing this is to help out people who are, um, you know, uh, food insecure. And uh, and you know, again, we always say, you're gen- have we ever been disappointed by the generosity of people in this area? Never. I yep. mean, it's astonishing. So, and this makes it even easier. Yep. So, uh, thank you, Acme, for once again being a huge, huge part of the uh, of the whole machine that is the Camp Out for Hunger. All right. So, lesson question time. We are going to give away a Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers prize back if you can answer this question. One from not that long ago. What sitcom also flies out of Lehigh Valley Airport? Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to this. What sitcom flies out of Lehigh Valley Airport? Two two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer, and we'll do the trash while you call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Jersey Mike's. Planning your game day football feast. Well, Jersey Mike's has got you covered. With everything you need from a great party or tailgate, for a great party or tailgate, order ahead on the Jersey Mike's app and skip the line. Jersey Mike's is sub above. What's going on, Steve? Well, you'll be interested in this, Preston. Former Scientologist Mike Rinder claiming in a new book that the Church of Scientology believed Nicole Kidman was a negative influence on Tom Cruise. Rinder claims the church freaked out after Kidman convinced Cruise to remove his center tooth for horseshoe eating. <laughs> Should have been crap, but it worked. Yeah. Anyway, Ernest Hemingway's home in Florida is a mess from Hurricane Ian, but the good news is all of the estate's 59 cats survived and are doing well. A rep for the Hemingway house said they had their concerns about the felines because they're a bunch of pussies. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, fans are not happy at all with the redesign of the royal family website, specifically for placing Prince Harry and the Duchess Meghan Markle much further down on the ranking list. Apparently, Harry and Meghan are at the same level with Prince Andrew and just under the Burger King. So, that's love. Alright, we go to the phone, see if somebody knows the answer to this. What sitcom also flies out of Lehigh Valley Airport? And it is Colleen who gets to take a shot at it. Hi there, Colleen. Good morning, how you doing? Wonderful. So, uh, Colleen, what sitcom also flies out of Lehigh Valley Airport? Sanford and Sons. Yes. That's correct, Colleen. Hang on. No sad bro for you because we got a Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers prize pack, including a soft cooler t-shirt, koozie, and Raising Cane's gift cards uh, for free combo meals, by the way, and soft drinks. And Raising Cane's is focused on being 
The best at one thing and getting it right every time. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers now open in Fairless Hills in the court at Oxford Valley. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. I brought you by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia to present comedian uh, Jay Moore coming Saturday, October 8th. Tickets on sale at livecasinophilly.com. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, we will start with uh, this. And we heard this story, but have not heard the audio of it yet. Miley Cyrus uh, shared a voicemail that she received from Taylor Hawkins that explained why she chose to sing a Def Leppard song at his tribute this week uh, on her socials. Uh, she played the recording where Hawkins said that it was that he was listening to Def Leppard's classic song, Photograph, and told her that she would kill it if she ever sang it. So here is the, uh, the clip of that uh, voicemail. <laughs> Miley, it's Taylor. I heard her move it. Where? I'm listening to Photograph by Def Leppard. You could kill that one. Make Tony learn that. All right. Wow. And that, that he, that's like a, that's, you talk about a, like a Jackie Bam Bam thing, mm-hmm. which is thinking about you, and this would be, that's clearly what uh, happened, and he's, he had that friendship, that type of friendship with her. Yeah. So she never forgot about it, and during the huge tribute uh, to him, she and uh, Joe Elliott joined forces to sing the song. Backing them up was uh, guitarist uh, Phil Collin from Def Leppard, along with uh, Dave Grohl, Pat Smear, Chris Shiflett, and Weezer's Pat Wilson on drums. And the voice message apparently was from uh, when Miley was neighbors with Hawkins and his family, and, you know, that's why he says, I heard you were moving. Uh. Uh, so that's what that's a reference to. Sammy Hagar and the Circle uh, dropped their latest studio set called Crazy Times. Today, uh, the album was produced by country-based producer Dave Cobb, who was most recently behind the boards for Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Cobb? Yeah! Last set. <laughs> really? Uh, for... Yeah, that was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly yeah. what we needed. Yeah. <laughs> Listen... I'm not getting my waffles. I'll take that. <laughs> John Mellencamp has announced a massive 76 date 2023 tour uh, to kick off on February 5th in Bloomington, Indiana. And there will be a uh, Philly date. Uh, be playing the Kimmel Center on uh, the 3rd of June. So next year, I'm not sure when they go on sale. That was one bit of information I didn't see. That's a fun show. Yeah. I've never been. I, and I've been listening to a lot of Mel and Campbell. Have he re- re- reissued a record recently or something like that? Sucking on a chili That's dog. That's what it was, yeah. Sucking on a chili dog. <laughs> <laughs> he re-released it. Those two albums. Um, Lonesome uh, Jubilee. And, and Scarecrow. Oh, my God. Uh, Lonesome Jubilee is from beginning to end. And you've seen him multiple times. I have yeah. it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, from beginning to end, every song is... Awesome. You know yeah. what song I love is uh, "Check It Out." Oh, oh my God! I, like it brings me to tears. Uh, it's it's a beautiful song. Uh, um, you, you know, you can't tell your best buddy that you love him and all that sort of stuff. It's so just, good. It's just wonderful. So yep. June third, you said? Uh, June third. Yeah. All right. And um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're sucking on a chili dog and licking a shish kebab. Right. So Those are the two songs. Uh, yeah, it's a great sing-along show. You'll love it. All right. And then finally, uh, Phil Collins and Genesis are the latest artists to cash out their publishing and master recording catalogs for the big bucks. According to Rolling Stone, the $300 million deal with Concord includes the group and solo works of uh, Collins and bandmates Tony Banks and Mike Rutherford. Even the solo libraries? From 1975 yeah. on. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> but excludes uh, anything from Peter Gabriel's six-year stint in the band. So just to reminisce, these are the songs that are bought up in this catalog, okay? So the Genesis standards, Follow You, Follow Me, No Reply at All, Misunderstanding, Turn It On Again, Abacab, Mama, Man on the Corner, That's All, Paper Late, I- Illegal Alien, Invisible Touch, Tonight, 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 Land of Confusion, Throwing It All Away, Into Deep, and I Can't Dance, along with such solo hits as Mike and the Mechanics, Silent Running, The Living Years, and All I Need is a Miracle. But the biggest part of the deal for the copyrights, probably Phil Collins' solo hits from the 1980s, In the Air Tonight, yeah. Easy Lover, I Don't Care Anymore, Against All Odds, One More Night, Susudio, Don't Lose, Billy Don't Lose My Number, Take Me Home, Long, Long Way to Go, Two Hearts, Another Day in Paradise, I Wish It Would Rain Down, and Something Happened on the Way to Heaven. Yeah. Listen to all those titles I just threw out there. Yeah. That is a huge chunk of gigantic hit songs. To be honest, I think that they got it for a steal almost. If you look at other catalogs, man, oh, man, that's some good stuff. So, uh, yeah, so they sold it, and, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's happening a lot more often when... Uh, these artists get to a latter stage of their life. When and, we uh, yeah. retire, should we sell our fart catalogs? <laughs> the, all of yeah. the... Yeah. All, ex- <laughs> all except for um, the really long, squeaky one. Uh, uh, that's the a hit. good one, yeah. These or, are the hits. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of them. Casey, what's the super fart, Jeff? Yeah. Wait, is it labeled super fart? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me let me I'll, I'll tell right. hold on, hold on. Don't play anymore. Okay. Let me tell you how these are labeled. Okay. All right. This is uh this is it says <laughs> fart Casey Mad. Okay. That's that's Casey's mad fart. Oh, right. right. You're sounds, so mad. So, sounds kinda angry. Casey's question fart. <laughs> Uh, right. This one is just labeled as Jeff. And then this is Jeff's super fart. And all four of those are not homegrown. Are yeah, those are legit. Wait, those, Jeff... are not, those are not uh, studio doctors. No, no, no. Did Jeff yeah. sign the rights off to so we can that's in our catalog? Not now, yet. Right? Not okay. yet. We have I mean we have to come to a we're we gonna get our it. manager to all work right. on <laughs> our, take it to our, arbitration. Our agent to work on <laughs> yeah. the deal. Mm. All right, uh, that is what I have in uh, music, <laughs> music news. news. That's the end of it. All right, cool. we're gonna we're gonna take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll wrap up the show. Word of the week prize, giving that away, and then we turn it over just one more time to Jackie Bam Bam. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Friday morning. 
We've had no sad, bro. Not all. One scintilla of sad today. Can so. I quickly mention something? Or may I quickly mention something here, President? Sure. The pause, uh, the mustard mm-hmm. has been postponed to Sunday. Okay. Uh, I know your event is still on for tomorrow. Yeah, the, the Mother's Wish 5K. It's We're doing it. Rain or shine, it's happening tomorrow. Sometimes you have to, like with the way dates work out, oh, to and be able how to much reschedule it goes yeah. into stuff like that, especially a run. Yeah, um, yeah, you just have to make the best of it and run in the rain. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Whatever, you'll be fine. It's not. It's no, not going to be freezing. No, you know, no, it's going to be. It'll cold. feel freezing because of the. Well, bundle yourself up. Put a no. poncho on. If you Put do, once you start moving, you'll feel fine. Says Rain the person here. who's going to, like, hibernate all weekend and not go outside. I'm just trying to make it better yeah. for you. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. some more fondue? Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. Rain gear. I'm watching Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Can I tell you guys something really quick? Yes. You yep. um, I'm a dude. No, stop. Come on. Uh, I haven't had an alcoholic beverage in three and a half, no, three weeks. Wow. wow. I know. As wow. just a just to take a break or yeah. okay yeah okay. like I drink I feel like I drank a lot over the summertime <laughs> um, and yeah I just needed to like a, just doing like a whole cleanse of my system Claire eating. does that she yeah. she she does it just to say just to say I can do this and we'll take a month off yeah there's people yeah. who like never go back that's not me yeah I'm just saying <laughs> right <laughs> it's, this is an accomplishment for me yeah I've gone all week without taking a sip. <laughs> I, hey, that, yeah. that's you know, good. normally like a Wednesday is like, yeah, I'm going to crack a couple totally. beers tonight. Last yeah. prostitute I don't do it every Sunday. night. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. last prostitute was Sunday. Yeah, so I know what you're saying. It, yeah. You, you feel good, yeah. actually, right. right? Yeah. Like yeah. less um, bloating and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah, I'm going to get effed up tonight. <laughs> no, I was just going to say I'm going to ruin oh, it on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you said you were going to huff paint. <laughs> yeah. He's going to huff spray paint. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't since Wednesday, Kath. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Good. good for you. The margaritas. Mm. One good. day at a time, Nick. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I got a pin for you. <laughs> <laughs> the three-day pin. Look what I did. Yeah. Uh, one show at a time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a push pin. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, I missed coffee more than alcohol. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you staying away from coffee, too? Well, I, I did for, like, uh, two and a half weeks, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and then I, I'm drinking it now. I had okay. one today, but, yeah. That yeah. is a foundational trick. Treat for me, whether it's coffee or, or tea throughout the day, that'll be my um, a reward. Yeah. So uh, I've got to have that, or else the world will end. Oh. <laughs> and somebody texted him, reminded. Uh, remember, some people do sober October. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it rhymes. Yeah. yeah, and that's just a reason to do it. Like so that. yeah, maybe you're going for it. All right. Um, thank you to our guest. We had Adina Menzel and her sister Kara Menzel yeah. on. They were really nice, they man. Were. Uh, they have a book that is called. Um, I'm looking at the, the loud mouse. Loud mouse. Yeah. Yes, and that's available now. Uh, Brad Williams is here. Helium Comedy Club this weekend. The 7.30 show on Saturday is sold out, but there are three other shows that you can get uh, over the course of the weekend. Uh, Perry Farrell. Hey! Uh, Perry was cool and trippy, and uh, I What you want him to be. I enjoyed that conversation with him. They're coming to town on October 21st. We'll tell you more about that in a moment. And also, thank you to uh, our friends from uh, Acme who joined us this morning. Dave and... uh, Dana and Jim. Jesus. 
Dana and Jim uh, were on. Ronaldo and Sherpa. Yeah. So uh, the Head Start program is starting with uh, Acme, and it begins tomorrow. I think earlier, the earliest it's ever started. Right. I think we're, this I is think so. well out in advance. It's we're, great. You can go ahead and donate uh, in advance of the Camp Out for Hunger right at the point of purchase uh, at the uh, checkout, and uh, we we love it because uh, the money goes. It's a awesome. Long, long way. Uh, Jackie Bam Bam is here yeah. once again. What's up, bud? I am ready, like you said, to get this party swinging. Swinging, <laughs> man. I like that. I love that term. Yeah. All right, why don't we go ahead and get the letter out of the way? I'm ready. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. The letter T, as in Transylvania. Ah, very ah, good for you vampires. Yay. All right, well, <laughs> take caller number six. <laughs> 215-263-WMMR, and you get to uh, take a crack at this. If you know the word, then we got uh, a very cool prize that we can set you up with, and we will do that. Your last day in for Pierre Robert. I'm feeling kind of sentimental because I don't know when I'm going to see you guys again. Maybe camp out. This is the longest stretch that we've been able to see you. Crossover, at least. Yeah, yeah regularly. Yeah. Kind of like four in the morning in the elevator, yep. you know, doing and, a one or two. And the prior week, we were, uh, you know, we, we had you traveling across the country and had you on the morning show, uh, you know, every day. Yeah, great. that was great. Thank you, guys. But uh, I want some of that love that Perry Farrell was on. That was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. yeah I, was, I was listening to that in the ride, and I remember Pierre interviewed him, and he was talking about a dream. So I guess uh, we got lucky this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's up on the show today? Oh, big show. Uh, last pair of Smashing Pumpkins jeans tickets. Uh, of course, it's Friday. That means Pierre's sweat set. We'll get in trouble, like the letter T there. The president should arrive with the weather outside. I think they're going to arrive. Uh, noon time, you get your uh, $1,000 Yoo-Hoo Luke keyword. Workforce blocks on the menu. I'm not leaving without a block of my Rolling Stones. So uh, being self-serving as man about town, Bill Weston. <laughs> Are you going to call it at all or no? What's that? Are you going to do what you call it? Well, uh, Pierre's sweat set is like a junior mini you call it. All so right. we'll squeeze some of them songs in, of course. Uh, Blues Traveler will give you a concert spotlight there in Ben Selm at Parks Excite Center tonight. And uh, David Osicken from the Hooters and the Pocket Project tomorrow night, the Armour. So we'll play a lot of Philadelphia artists. Jackie, I mentioned this earlier, but uh, I really loved the Bruce that you played yesterday. And the setup to it was fantastic. Oh. That, that whole album sounds really cool and a lot. A lot of like Motown stuff, uh, but your knowledge of it was is impeccable, and it, it was it's a cool tune. I really enjoyed like his take on it, the big orchestra sound behind it. Yeah, I called him the E Street Orchestra. Gunner gave me the proof. Bill goes, "What the hell's the E Street Orchestra?" Uh, yeah. He's like, "It's E Street Band." No, you got to call him that. And the horns, like you yeah. said, the blues and the gospel, uh, fifteen tracks, and I mean, he's pulling some great ones. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of cool. You have all of that knowledge, that music knowledge in your brain that you can't come up with uh, words like Brussels sprouts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah. So last night, see, it's really cool because. When I go home, my girlfriend Brittany can cook, and I'm like, oh, I have to send this to Casey Boy. I took a picture of the bowl of um, salad balls because we were driving back to our trip, Preston, and you're off the air, and you're eating. I'm like, Preston's eating those things I love. What are, what are they, salad balls, Casey, or Brussels sprouts? So I sent that over to Casey Boy last night. Salad, salad balls. balls. <laughs> I nailed it, by the way. He goes, what would you call salad balls? And I'm like, what, what would Jackie call salad balls? I'm like, oh. Yeah, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Makes total sense to me. But I was watching you eat. I'm like, oh, they're delicious. What do they call Case? <laughs> you know, when they're grilled and they're they're seasoned up, Preston, uh, who do we have in Life? White Dog Cafe. Uh, oh, no, who was brought them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. White Dog Cafe. Uh, man, I forgot. Was it Liberty Point? Because it was, it was a meat neat. Yeah, yeah. And was I can't it, remember. Was it was good. It was good. Think, it might have been, Casey. Yeah. They were fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right, I got a winner waiting on the phone. Well, you hope they're going to be a winner, and they need the word, and it's Ryan we're going to go to. Hey, Ryan, good morning. 
Hey, what's up, Preston? Uh, Ryan, we're just looking for you to give us a word, and then we give you a prize. What is it? Shaft. Shaft. You're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct, Ryan. <laughs> and uh, since you got that right, uh, we're going to set you up <laughs> with a pair of the best seats in the house and VIP merch package for Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction. <laughs> All right, buddy, hang on. We're going to get your information. It's Friday, October 21st, Wells Fargo Center, and the uh, Celestial Colleagues VIP merch package includes access to Smashing Pumpkins Lounge, exclusive merch, and VIP entrance. And tickets to the show are on sale now via Wells Fargo Center. Philly.com. Oh, that tribute to Shaft. Uh, yes. All right. Let me thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, Acme Official Grocery Store, the President <laughs> Steve Show. I know. I want to bond like that with Jackie. Uh, 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 we got it, Romano. Oh, no, dude. Believe me. He's, he says he's going to kiss you someday. Uh, <laughs> also brought to you by Modia Opioid Use Disorder. If you have opioid use disorder, visit Modia OUD Study.com. That's M O D I A. Uh, com. There you it. go. And also brought to you by Trinity Rehab locations all over and now opening King of Prussia. Trinity-Rehab.com. Uh, next week, just a couple things to mention. We have more that we're going to fill in the blanks with, but uh, actress Marina Barcaren is going to be Love her. And former Eagles uh, Eagle uh, Marcus Smith is going to be on the program, too. And we'll have a bunch of other things on top of that to share with you. That's it. We're done. So rage on and have yourself a great weekend. We'll see you later, guys. Bye-bye. WMMR. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the bat ba 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 ba